no, like, but recently <laughs> I saw one of your your uh, Cambridge videos. You all push push out like some promotion video. Is it like you all say like, oh, we're not the rubber hole anymore. Maybe we, we change or something. <laughs> Our management has changed or something like that. I, I don't know. I saw the, I saw it on Facebook or saw it somewhere. I mean, on Instagram, I think. To be honest, right, every year they say the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, since like, uh, I don't know, in the past five to ten years, where Kimmy Chow got into the whole uh, on newspaper, everybody got a bad impression of Kimmy Chow. Yeah. I think you're the first person who asked me that. <laughs> who like prepare, who, who actually prepared something. La. So yeah, anyway, who, anyone who's watching the video version, you can see Tsering's laptop <laughs> over here. First person to bring a laptop. <laughs> no, but I, see, I just want to like talk rubbish. La. Like, why would I say like, must have like some facts here or like, like how to say, uh, it must make sense. La. So True. I just make sure that I check my facts and then like PM certain questions that I think are likely to come. So yeah, lor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just me lah. I just tend to like want to prepare, you know, in advance. So I like don't waste anybody's time lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. good. Wow, I think do you put it in your resume now? You are this kind of person, very <laughs> what detail oriented. Detail oriented. <laughs> this kind of thing is like you, like you see over time one ma. Like mm. you won't really. You have to say, you know, I say, oh, I prepare. Everybody can see that, you know, it's like the effort that really counts. You know, that like you can see the actions and then you 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 see like what kind of work this person produces. Uh, then yeah. then you can tell. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. any recruiters watching this? Uh, this guy, <laughs> first person prepare something for the podcast. So I'm actually quite, I'm quite nervous to know what he prepare. <laughs> no, like like random stuff, like Random stuff, la. Like okay, okay. Yeah, like my past industry uh experiences, stuff like that. Then like mm. a bit into personal finance, personal development, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I think those are like some areas of interest of mine. Okay. Yeah, so so I just prepared some of that law to, to to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we start with um you introduce yourself? Of oh who you are. Yeah. Okay. So uh my name's Tering. Mm. I just graduated um from NUS economics. Uh I specialize in monetary and financial economics. And um same as Maurice, I went on uh NOC Shanghai, mm. uh but supposed to be one year and then cut short to about five months. So five months? Yeah. Yeah. We spent about September to about January. Uh. We came in January. Ma. Okay, just, in January yeah, yeah, just before the start of Chinese New Year. Oh, wait, were you back during the Chinese New Year? Like, were, did you buy your own ticket to come back? No, no, no. We, no. we, we were supposed to go to Harapin actually. Like, oh. the next day, that we were supposed to go to Harapin. Then they tell us, oh, we need to come back. Like, oh, damn. How about when you all book this Harapin trip? When did you all start planning this trip? I think like, couple of weeks back. A uh, couple of weeks back. Because okay. I know there are a group of them that actually we want to go back to Singapore for Chinese New Year. Yeah, ma. correct. Yeah, so for us, like, I mean, we were there, then we just wanted to, like, explore the place, like, I mean, go back for it. I mean, eventually we'll be back. So, uh, yeah, we, we want to go Harpin. I mean, got, I mean, you hear so much things about Harpin, like, got the snow city, all yeah. that. Then you can go skiing, things like, I think most of us Singaporeans have never, like, skied before. Stuff like, yeah, so True. definitely exciting stuff. Mm. And, um, we were really looking forward for that lah. Yeah. But in the end, it got cancelled lah. So, too bad. <laughs> how long did, how long did you all started planning this Huatai trip? Like from, when did you all start to plan this Harapin trip? Actually, actually quite impromptu on it. I think it's or just like, ah. yeah, it's quite impromptu. It's like, those people that are left in Shanghai, then it's like, oh, it's in, okay, before we kind of renew lah, few before, then, oh, okay, we just book, then see what we can find. Uh, Not more than a month to plan it lah. Yeah. They, all, they all book everything already. Um, hotel it, train ticket we, we booked an Airbnb already train ticket I think yeah we also booked already but they, they managed to refund most of the stuff to us yeah because I think a lot of people also were cancelling at that point in time because China was oh. the first country that, that I mean started with the whole COVID thing yeah correct so everyone were cancelling tickets yeah so I think they were quite 
um, understanding lah. So they managed to refund more stuff back to us. Was it easy to refund? Yeah. Uh, the the train ticket is automatic refund. Oh, the Airbnb one, uh, Christine was the one who was trying to negotiate with the landlord. Okay. Uh, I think she managed to get back lah. So so it was okay in the end. I think that's about all we booked. Like the um the how to say all the attractions. Yeah, all the attractions. Yeah, we, we didn't book yet. We were planning to go there and we book. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, luckily, yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily. Yeah. Imagine if you all book all this thing, well, then you know, let's go a whole lot of money is uh, wasted, man. You all never booked the tour thing, man? Any tour guide or anything? No, man. No, no, no. Oh, um, you didn't follow the Inner Mongolia we did. We did. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it was supposed to be free and easy. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Actually, we were consulting with Alex, lah. Yeah. Um, because he went with his girlfriend previously during the Golden Week, um, holiday is a week long China holiday yeah yeah. so he went to Harpin also previously so we were asking him oh how to plan go see what nice this kind of thing so we kind of got some like background information already so yeah so we, we didn't really book a guide for that yeah oh okay 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 yeah okay mm. oh, so yeah. why don't you kind of share what you prepared then <laughs> 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 I will kind of go with that yeah um, okay let's yeah uh, do, you, do, you, do you need your battery or anything don't need, don't need. I, don't I, need I, it's fully charged. Okay, okay. Um, oh, nice bottle you have. What's that? V-block. What's oh, that? this one is uh, from, because I, I use it in Hall, my Kenwich Hall. But it's Tuesday, yeah. right? I mean, like, you, you I, I, mean I just moved out like just moved three out. days ago. Yeah. Yeah, so so then they gave us like a gift law. Oh, this is recent one. Yeah, this is this year's gift. Voila. Quite oh, nice. Uh. It's like a Tumblr like professional must bring to the podcast to drink. Promote That guy can buy it from. <laughs> if anyone sponsored uh, this podcast, uh, we're open to sponsors. Uh. <laughs> you like Mark 2, Maurice? <laughs> oh, v- oh, V-Block. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait sorry. I, I can ask you like, how long have you stayed in Cambridge already? Um, I stayed year one, year two, year three go NOC, then year four. Well, oh, basically say every year lah. Yeah. So what, year NOC. Yeah, yeah. But was it sponsored? You stay no lah, no lah. It's not sponsored. Not sponsored. Hey, why uh, you want to stay in hall? I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, it's quite expensive. Um, right? Yeah, it's about five thousand dollars a year. So two oh, semesters, okay. five thousand dollars. Uh, but I I guess it's just to experience like hall life, law. It's like how say um. I I think for hall it was a very big uh pull factor for me lah to come into NUS because like uh I mean I guess SMU is the most closest to for for most people lah. But then. Uh, NUS is like you get to experience hall life and you get to stay with your friends so it's like as in okay this was also partly like described by my econs teacher JC econs teacher he said you know you go stay hall right it's like uh, you stay in chalet 24-7 <laughs> yeah so it's like you play with your friends all the time so it's like sounds quite fun for me lah so that's why I I, I wanted to stay hall then after you stay first year already then you kind of make a lot of friends and then a lot of connections then you just want to continue those friendships uh, and oh. you continue on uh, yeah but they all, they all, a lot of your friends also did the same thing. Like they, after the first year, you also continue to stay in second year. Um, I would say that, how's it, in hall, you make a lot of friends. Yeah. So you have a very wide network, but a lot of the relationships don't go very deep uh, because mm. it's a lot, a lot of touch and go. Like. I mean, that's the, the honest truth. I don't a lot of time spending with everyone to get to know everyone. Uh, so, of course, the, a large part of my friends had to leave. Like, you know, not enough points. Things like that. I mean, it's the quota, you know. Um, mm. But those my closer friends, my friends, okay, my friends' friends were the ones that I went to uh, stay hall with. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they managed to stay. Hmm. So so you know, I would say the closest groups of friends we managed to stay. Um. But the people that leave hall after the first year, lor. 
Oh, so you, yeah. when you went to the hall, you really know some of your friends really, uh, so your secondary school friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. In fact, okay. my, it's actually one of my secondary friends, he signed on. So he went in one year earlier than us. So he was able to like recommend us in. Yes. Oh, so okay, put okay. us all in yeah. together. Yeah. Like that, Normally yeah. that's an easier way to get in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why you choose Cambridge. Uh, Cambridge yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it was a rabbit hall. <laughs> I heard it's a very bad hall. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, you have to get caught for the stupidest things. No, like. but recently <laughs> I saw one of your, your uh, Cambridge videos. You all push, push out like some promotional video is it like y'all say that oh we're not the rubber hole anymore really. we, we changed or something <laughs> what management has changed or something like that I, I don't know I saw, the, I saw it on Facebook or saw it somewhere I mean, on Instagram yeah, I think to be honest right, every year they say the same thing oh really yeah, yeah, yeah because, I mean since like uh, I don't know in the past 5 to 10 years where Cambridge Hall got into the whole uh, on newspaper everybody got a bad impression of Cambridge Hall right so um Every year they say the same thing. Oh, actually no, we are we are not very rabbit. We are very family oriented. <laughs> we are here to uh build friends and uh make a new family outside of our home. You know, everyone oh. says that. I mean, okay, but uh, not need for Kenny Shaw But all halls say that lah. Yeah, correct. It's like Kenny got the more like oh we are not rabbit. That's the extra tagline. <laughs> sorry, you you say that you're on newspaper. Really, man? When? As in got a lot like the public complaint, ma. You know, I've um, never seen it before. Eh. The only thing I know about the NUS complaint was the. The cam la, that one. Yeah, the cam out. Yeah, yeah. But the cam reach right? I know she also got kena. Cam reach also got kena. Uh, oh, I didn't know. Eh. Yeah, yeah. I think these two halls kena. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I these mean, Shears and Cam reach are like side by side. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I expect both of them to be hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now this the spotlight always on Cam reach hall. So like, to be honest, we're actually much more toned down than the other halls. Like, uh, really, yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I I only stay in Shears once once semester, uh. you know. So I can't really say. But I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone listening to my podcast. I don't think anyone that was staying in Shears listened to my podcast. Uh. Uh. So, <laughs> so I will say, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't find it fun to live there. Eh. Oh, why? Maybe because I went in in the second semester. Oh, okay. And then I was after NOC some more. Yeah, yeah. Then I felt like I was year three and everyone was year one, year two. Mm. And then everyone was like, I mean, I, I, at that point of time, I was quite, I feel like I was quite old here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, 26 uh. mm. then I was like uh, people want to play mahjong stay up very late talk chit chat until like 5am 6am mm. I just want to sleep go to the gym <laughs> at 6am <laughs> no it's quite funny because the thing is that I went to sleep at around 12 midnight right uh-huh. then I went to toilet first then I, I look in the you know, the common the common room right Yeah. I look in all the people there talking eating and stuff yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, I go brush my teeth and go to sleep then I woke up at 6am uh. Yeah. Four past, eh, the people still there <laughs> at 6 a.m. Eh, I'm like, what, what y'all been doing then? Eh? Talking for six hours inside that, uh, that thing, man. Then I was like, okay, <laughs> wah, y'all really can stay out so late. Then I don't know how y'all go for classes. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's why I think, I think, I think I don't suit the whole life. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But as you okay, like for me, like I would say I'm quite like regular. Like, I sleep uh, at one to two. I wake up like, Eight, uh, sorry, nine plus. So oh. it's like pretty regular. Yeah. As in, I would say that those people that stay up late throughout night is like the anomaly. As in, there will be a few. Yeah. But they are the minority. La. For, as, I, I would say most people, they would like, sleep not more hours. Not like everyone in hall is like just yeah, man. don't sleep. Yeah. I was sleeping, uh, people lay my junk outside my, my, my room. Oh, I can hear like a yeah, few yeah. doors down. Yeah, yeah. I cannot sleep really. It's true, it's true, it's true. Sometimes how a bit hard to sleep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I wasn't very close to much of much of the people there, so I didn't really stay much in the. I didn't really stay much. Uh, I I really came home after that, and then like, when the COVID struck, mm. like yeah, <laughs> I'm like oh my yes, <laughs> I can go back home and get my money back. <laughs> I think I think uh, like for how is like 
like once you join late, it's a bit hard for you to so, like socialize. Exactly. Okay, I would say yeah. at least you join year, year the SM1, right? It's still okay. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because still got orientation. Everyone is new. So yeah. like, everyone is like still more open to making friends. Ah. Come SM2, like people start to... What, Okay, number one is people realize their cap is damn bad after the first semester. <laughs> <laughs> so, semester two, everyone starts studying a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and then also, like, IG like, comes to an end. Uh, I mean, IG is in January, February. So, once IG ends, there's no more trainings. Uh, the only thing left is maybe like a few com- com- committees or like uh, dance. Yeah. 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 That goes on. I think All what, sports. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. Soccer was on, right? Football was still on. Uh, yeah, but I I mean it was too late already. I really I think they already at the end already. Ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. So that's me going support. I'm like I don't know who are any of my people there. So I support who? <laughs> yeah, I was like okay. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but you were in mm. hall for almost, like, almost three years, man. Wow. Yeah, three you joined years. some sports there, right? Yeah, uh, I joined track, soccer, frisbee, so, so uh, many frisbee and touch rugby. So many. Yeah, it's time to do all this. Um, how to say it's like, um. Okay, year one, year two was when I was like more active in sports. La. Year four, yeah. it's like a lot of the COVID, then a lot of trainings can't really do. Yeah. yeah. Year one, year two, um, each sport maybe about two trainings a, a week. So normally it's quite normal to have like consecutive training. Like after, let's say, track, I go for frisbee. And then, and then um, so one week, maybe about six trainings. Oh, but it's all normally yeah. like one one whole day one. Like Monday, you got track and frisbee, like both at the same time. Um, yeah. I mean, it depends. Uh, it really depends on the CC itself. Yeah, but sometimes Monday, Wednesday, sometimes Monday, Monday two sessions, Tuesday one session, Wednesday break, Thursday two sessions, Friday one session, that kind of thing. Yeah, how do you study, man? Wow. Um, <laughs> starting out that's why I think if I don't stay home, maybe I can't be better. Lah, but then, <laughs> as in, it's like, uh, as in, I guess I wouldn't be as happy, lah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like a trade off, law. Uh, normally studying is like after after the sports end latest end about 11 yeah normally it's like 7 to 9 9 to 11 after 11 you study until 1 or 2 or, yeah. hours only. Wow. I mean yeah la, but I mean during the day okay la, fortunately for like FASS because I econs my FASS so our timetable is quite empty and like one module maybe you have one lecture one tutorial so that's like 3 hours commitment a week so mm. 5 modules that's 15 hours only so um, it's very easy, as in, you just have to plan your time wisely. Or during the days, come out of time, you make sure you study, get your homework done, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, recruiters possible. Uh, yeah, this guy, <laughs> good time management. So. No, la, as in, as in I'll say, you come to hall, a lot of people that come to hall, they have fun. And like, Correct. they, before they come to hall, right, they never really think what they want at the end of hall. You know, True. as in, as in, as most people come in uni, it's like that one, la, as in, me or so. Yeah. But like, I think that like, you should always have like a, a plan in mind, la, what you want to get at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Because, like how say hall is like a bit like a bubble you can call it like uh, with th- these four years you you try to I don't know grow your popularity in hall you try to have as much fun in hall but at the end of four you must know that you, you're gonna graduate and then you're gonna like go into real life lah. Yeah. so you need to also plan about that lah, or like whatever goals you want to achieve in university uh, you need to, to think about what you want to do and um, what are the sacrifices you have to make to get there yeah mm. like so like for me um, cause I and very into track and field. Yeah. Uh, I do the triple jump event since primary school actually. Primary school, secondary school, JC, army also did. I come to uni. Uh and then like for me, um uh JC I was the first time like I was like considered like good lah in my sport. Uh JC one I got top eight, mm. JC two I finally won like nationals. Uh but but <laughs> 
because I was in ADIF, but then the BDIF guy, like, he jumped further than me. So, in the end, he went for, uh, there's this thing called the ASEAN school game. So, normally a top uh, performer will get to go uh, to for these ASEAN school games. Uh. So, mm. I, like, missed out on my opportunity to, like, to, like, represent Singapore, like, in the national squad. Uh, so, I was very like, upset about that. So, like, university, like, before I went to university, I already knew that, uh, like, I need to, like, make this back. Uh. Like, I need to, like, represent Singapore at least once before, right. like, I retire for good. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so going to uni, I really, like, knew what I wanted. And I guess, once you know what you want, it's easy to, like, um, um, say no to this kind of, like, societal, like, like pressures, like, social yeah. pressures from your friends for supper or whatsoever. La. Yeah, so you just need to, to have in mind what you want to get out of this law. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's for me, yeah. So how how I mean how know like how do you know that you were good at triple jump? What is like how do you uh, know that track and field was the one and how do you know that triple jump was like yeah how do you even get <laughs> track and field in the first place? Okay, <laughs> so yeah. this all started in like primary school. So when I was primary school, my sister she's one year older than me. Mm. So her first year she joined track and field. So I just follow suit because okay. you know Mama. when you're young yeah. then you just follow yeah. Uh, but like I wasn't very fast. I wasn't very athletic. So so that's why I was trying to triple jump. Because oh. if you are fast, right, you'll be a 100 meter runner. Every, to be honest, right, everybody in Trenfield wants to be a 100 meter runner at the end of the day. To Why? be honest, 100 meter is like where all the glory is at. What? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, or meters, it's like you think, like, um, why is Usain Bolt so famous? Because, like, he's a 100 meter runner. Uh. At the same time, like, there are a lot of, like, let's say 5K or 10K runners, like, more far off, but he also win like, multiple gold medals multiple times. But, like, he isn't as popular, uh, because he's, like, a long distance runner. It's, like, uh, more boring, like, you know. True. Yeah, 100 meters is, like, 10 seconds, and short, then, yeah, yeah it's more intense, like, yeah. Mm. So everyone wants to be a 100-meter runner, but you know, I'm not like very physically gifted. La. So I got thrown into like triple jump. So originally it was long jump. Yeah. But even long jump, I also was like not as like uh, athletic as the, the rest of my, my schoolmates. Okay, I was in Nanyang Primary School. La. So in Nanyang Primary School is like um I think we almost every year we win the nationals. Yeah. So actually the, the school is them stagnant. Yeah. Got talent all around. Mm. So so I was thrown into triple jump la, because it's one of the events that nobody wants to do and then they need people to get some points, you know. Oh, that's just throw you in, yeah. Hopefully you, you can get some points out of it. La. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I got into triple jump. Oh, yeah. so that's okay. So it's not it's not really like, like something you want to do. It's wasn't yeah. like a passion or like something that you discovered that you were good at. Yeah, it's just something that I got thrown into and then like I guess I just like worked very hard on it and then eventually I got better and better. La. But why is the triple so jump? Uh, okay, so yeah. so triple jump is like um, you know the same pit and then there's a board. Yeah. So the board is normally for guys is about eleven or thirteen meters away from the same pit. Okay. So so you can imagine like the same pit is the board. Yeah. And then you run 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 and then you hop step and jump. Hop step and jump. Yeah. So it's like right right left or left left right. Right. Oh you oh it's not right left right. No no it's not yeah. So it's a hop first. So right to right. Uh huh. Right to right then hop and then step is right to left. Okay. And then you jump off your left leg. But depends, oh, it must be left leg. It cannot be right leg. Um, so choose. it's either right left or left left right. It's up oh, to you to choose. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. you're which one? You're left left right. I'm right right left. Yeah. So you're left legger? No, I'm a right legger. Uh, but it really depends on the person's preference. Lah. Um, mm. For me, I think, like, because two jumps is on my right leg. Ma, so my right leg is like more dominant. So so I guess, uh, but but how say, there are people who are right legger jumpers who do left left right also. So it really depends. Mm. Yeah, there's no like fix. Yeah, whatever suits you better, lor. Yeah. But do you know why they do like a left, left, right, or instead of a left, right, left? Or Honestly, I think this is <laughs> you need to go trace back to the start of the Olympic Games when you first. No, 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 <laughs> but, but, but do you feel a difference if you oh. do left, right, left, or you feel like left, left, right? Oh, I see. What's better? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, um, you, no, I mean like 
you don't know it's fine one really as in for me it's like um, once you get used to the motion then you just continue just oh, training that okay, one okay, okay. yeah and then if you change like it's very weird like, you have to take some time to adapt to it mm. uh, but normally why we start off if you just continue all the way yeah. But, but have you tried to do left, right, left, left, right, left, right? Left, left, right. You yeah. Mean? I mean, no, um, have you tried to do left, right, left? Oh, as in, you, you can only do right, right, left, or left, left, right? Oh, you cannot change anything. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought because you, I thought it's up to, I thought it's because of like, you know, like power conservation onto one uh, leg or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know at all. Yeah, so I thought yeah, you yeah. could do that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, triple yeah. jump. Why is that double jump? Double. No right. Only got sing. Only got long jump or yeah, triple jump. Yeah, long jump, triple jump. I mean, the other jumps would be like high jump or pole vault. This would oh, be yeah, the yeah, few jump events. Yeah. Have you tried high jump? Uh, yeah. I got like in training, just play play a bit lah. Cause oh. my coach he tries to during the off season he lets us like experiment with a lot of different, uh, other like sports or like other events lah to yeah. keep things fresh. Because sometimes like if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, and someone for try and fail right, it's like, uh, it's like you keep repeating the same action because it's not like football or like frisbee where there's strategy you know you have to like um, uh, work on your like I don't know ball movement or like uh, your, your handling things like that, like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. where it's less like physically demanding for train it's like you're always going all out each time you know so it's number one is very taxing on the body and number two is mentally is quite taxing also yeah so each training is very very intense it's always always all out on each training it, yeah especially f- for like let's say like a 100 meter runner or like uh, uh, this kind of like max uh, strength or max power spots, mm. 100 meters, uh, 200 meters, jumps, these are very like intense uh, um, um, events as compared to let's say 400 meters or 800 meters runner where it's more like, you know, you conserve a bit, a bit more yeah. in like anaerobic side. Yeah, so so it really depends on the event. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. each training you must be, must be check, huh? like you must be like burnout already. As in, you, you get used to it. La. You get used to it. Oh, you get used to the burnout. Uh, have yeah. You, yeah. Have you ever felt like a point where you feel that you cannot train any. Like, like you went for training day where you're like, oh, I cannot do it, man. Like just like, <laughs> too burnt <Is> out. <laughs> I think it's like, normally it's like, um, because last time I used to train in the morning, like uh, mm. before I went to army, every time you train in the morning, then it's like, wake up like six plus, seven plus, then go train. Whoa. I think those would probably be the toughest times because of oh. the early morning time also. Yeah. Then, then I would train them long. It's like from like 8 a.m. you start trying to, sometimes can, 12 or 1 p.m. one. As in my coach, wow, I four hours yeah, it's, it's damn long. I, as in, I, I don't think it's normal and I think the ideal training time should be about two to three hours but I know my coach, we just do a lot of stuff. La. Yeah. This, this coach is like Singapore, Singapore, what? Singapore coach or what? No, la, uh, he used to take me since um, secondary school, oh, uh, Coach Gabriel okay. and then, uh, but now he's the coach of NUS. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was the one that actually asked him come NUS one. Oh, yeah, because just nice the NUS coach left, then you're looking for someone. So mm. I asked my coach come in, no? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, lo. Oh, very, very different, eh? Very, very different for like, let's say, bodybuilding or something like that. Uh. Because, like, I mean, we also push all out, la. But the yeah. thing is that there are days that I go in the gym, I was like, dude, I just cannot, man. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, let's say, if I had to push my maximum weight, right, today, right, I will just die. Like, it will just drop. Uh. Yeah, so I think very very different. Like let's say we talk about like powerlifting or weightlifting and and training. Because I yeah, if you mm. me uh, if you ask me to like oh like max out every time I go training mm. right, I don't think I can do it. Yeah, uh. I think like powerlifting and weightlifting is a bit different. Um, because like you don't like not every training you go like hundred percent all out ma. Okay. Yeah, quite exactly. Yeah. That's why, yeah. Uh, as how say like our training also not hundred percent all out. It's like oh. like um, so hundred percent all out would. 
in, in like jump terms would be like let's say you do a full run up at full speed and then you try to to go for a PB that kind of thing you okay. know that, so the mentality is different but normally during training right you need to do like a short run off like so um, let's say six steps or eight steps approach oh, yeah so okay, you control okay. your speed then you just work on your technique so how do you say uh, you're supposed to give your maximum effort, but it's not actually your true maximum. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not it's like yeah, just yeah. before your maximum. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Enough, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Then I understand better. I thought yeah. it's like always every day you want to oh, max no, up. No, 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 no. <laughs> every day you're just like trying to do PB, no, PB. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think the same lah. For 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 you, just try to like you cannot train max up lah. You burn out one. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still cannot like burn out. Then then how about your eating habits? Yeah, since you train so much, right, you better think you eat a lot, right? Yeah, but like, how say, like for me, right, like, I just can't gain weight, lah, you know. I think that means um, enough, lah, dude. You train <laughs> five hours, you probably, what, you cannot eat normal, you cannot eat a normal meal already, but eat like times two or times three. Eh. Actually, like, <laughs> uh, like last time I got, like, um, thick protein also, yeah. like additional, like, supplements, uh, creatine as well. Mm. Yeah. Then, so, so there was, a, I think this was, uh, during my JC period, JC period to army period, I was taking protein, taking creatine, cause I was, I don't know, I just thought that I would need, need these extra like supplements. La. Yeah. But then for uni phase, my training, I completely stopped uh, protein, all these supplements. Uh, and the funny thing is like, as in, I'm still improving. La. As in JC, I got improved. Uh, uni also improved. So I think it really depends on your body. Like, um, yeah. um, like what kind of, like, I think all these nutrients like additional supplements. La. Correct. So as long as you're eating like your normal meals, I think it should be good enough. But of course, it depends on person to person. La. Yeah. Some people react better to like certain supplements. Some mm. people don't. La. Yeah, so it really depends. Yeah. yeah. But I think I, I can help to clarify a bit on the protein part because I feel that now, now I do take some protein. Mm. But protein don't help to say, how is it? Uh, protein powder don't help you to build muscle. Mm. Yeah, they don't help to gain weight. Uh, It's more of how much calories you take in each day. Ah, okay. yeah. So it's more of a I don't know, for me, I will count my calories. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm trying to make sure that I hit a, a number that I hit. And then if I have, let's say, if I don't hit the protein count, right, mm. then I will just supplement with protein powder. Ah, yeah. see, and then creatine, creatine helps ah. in terms of, uh, uh, how do I, how was it? Uh? Um, I don't know how to, I don't know that I go into very technical terms. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, creatine helps by giving you more energy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, it give you more energy because it helps to search helps to retain water in your cells. Mm. So you, you help to push out more push out more energy when, when you're doing your weight. So mm. um normally when you start cutting out your creatine, right, you start losing a bit of strength. Right? Mm. Yeah. So I don't know if you had noticed that. Lah. Yeah. Because mm. uh for me, I used to take I used to take creatine and then um uh, after a while I stopped taking because I, I just want to keep it like really natural. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but but I also, I also kind of feel it because let's say I go holiday right for two weeks, I don't take creatine at all, right? I can feel like my body getting like more tired. Oh, like just because okay. when you when you take supplements, your body really produces it creatine because your body mm. produces creatine itself. So mm. you, when you start taking more creatine supplements, right, your yeah. body may not produce the same amount of creatine uh, because yeah, you yeah. really have all this additional one. Yeah. So when you suddenly just cut off, yeah. your body start to have to produce more of it again. So you start yeah. to feel more tired. Because uh, you don't have all this additional creatine you have before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you used to cycle your creatine? Or is I never, never. Uh, oh, okay, okay, I, I don't know whether it was a myth, but some people say, but you cycle. Yeah, uh. I, I used to cycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they say if you keep taking, right, your body get used yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, then you stop producing on its own. Yeah. Then you can rely on the, the creatine. Yeah, yeah. Correct. That's, 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 that's what happened to me. But I uh. also heard some the other theory that say that you don't have to cycle it because... Mm. Uh, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Uh, you off and off, off and on. But the thing, the thing is that at the end of the day, you're still having a body, right? Mm, yeah. Something like that. Uh, but I never cycle it. So I just completely cut it off and just 
do it on my own own self. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah. Wow, interesting. I, I used to cycle, but then I didn't really feel the difference. Eh. And the cycle mm-hmm. can quite quite hardcore. Eh. It's like the the loading week, right? It's like twenty yeah, grams 20 a day. Grams. It's a lot, eh. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. But then you feel more like very thirsty, very dehydrated. Cause you to drink more water, you know. You take a lot of water. Uh, okay. It's been some time last since I took it okay. in JC. I mean, at time, but I I so I I really forget what it's like to take oh. it. Yeah. But normally you take with what orange juice or what prune juice or what. With the protein powder, protein powder lor. Oh. Or not, I just put it water, then just drink. Oh. Yeah. I, I heard that you sh- people should take it with um orange juice or some some sugary drink. Oh. Quite hard to spike the insulin. Then you will uh, oh. absorb. I don't know. They say absorb it better. I don't know. Uh, you know oh. I just heard it. <laughs> Maybe some blue signs. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, normally I take it with some like cranberry juice or orange oh. juice. Yeah. But okay. I'll just like take from uh. the scoop by that. Uh. You take it like that, is it? I, I pour inside like the water oh, then I just stir it then <laughs> yeah. okay 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 I normally just take already like that oh yeah like some like you know like taking math like that <laughs> okay. hey man wow, we, we just talk about a lot about sports yeah wow. <laughs> but how do you get sorry how do you get into frisbee as well so you still got the frisbee yeah yeah and what, what else frisbee Tra- touch rugby touch rugby wow, do you yeah mean? soccer so uh, I, I guess like trying to feel it gets quite boring la, after some time so yeah, you just want to do something that's fun, uh, at, in a team sport, and it's not so like, yeah, uh, I think mm. it's more fun lah. So I, I always was wanted to like join a team sport, just just for fun or recreation. Yeah, yeah, yeah So so that's why. And oh. and I think like frisbee, the um, the community is much like nicer. Like I don't know, like the thing about soccer players is that they're always very competitive. And really then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't <laughs> even notice this, but like I don't know <laughs> football players, right? They like to be very competitive and they like to like how say. I don't know, it's just, it's just in a sport lah and they like to showboat a lot of things, you know. Like you see, how is it? I guess it comes from like the, the premium, like the top of the premium. Like you see like, say Neymar, he scored a goal, then he do like some very arrogant celebration yeah. things like that, you know. Um, whereas in like Frisbee, where it's more like, uh, I mean, it's still a team sport lah, but then like, normally there's more like, uh, they celebrate the team speed, like they, 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 they thank the, the rest of the teammates, you know. So it's more like, uh, I guess nice, nicer culture to be in, yeah, for oh. Frisbee, yeah. But you sorry, this this is a CCA or this is about the hall? Uh, hall, CCA? hall CCA, yeah, hall CCA. Okay. But it's different yeah. from the normal CCA, lah. Uh, hall CCA and the normal CCA. Normal CCA, as in you mean like IVP, is it NUS? Uh, like those, like, yeah, like those, you know, like CCA you join in in school one. Yeah, is it the same? Is it the hall CCA the same as the as uh, the CCA in the? I think how say in in your second school or your second school, right, let's say just you normally only have one CCA, ma. So yeah, it's just like three two to three trainings a week just on the one CC. Yeah. Uh, whereas in hall, you tend to take, each, I mean, normally four to five CCAs. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, so I would say, um, how to say, maybe the training intensity will not be so high because uh, a lot during the trains, people know that, you know, they have other sports after that or like they have oh. other things after that. So intensity wouldn't be as high like, as like compared to, to like in a certain school where you just want to see and just focus purely on that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, lah, yeah, lah. Interesting, man. So, okay, why don't we start with your... <laughs> we continue on with your preparation. What do you have you prepared? Tell me what you have you prepared. Um, so I won't miss out anything. <laughs> as in, as in, okay, I just want to say that, like, like, uh, yeah, like, you know, the fact that you are bringing um, uh, people in to talk and share about their life experience is, is, is great, lah. You know, I run thank you for this opportunity, lah, because um, more and more so, like, um, there's this, like, um, 
book la that was reading it was one of my readings in in our econs class yeah so they're saying that like more and more the value of uh, the humans is like diminishing la mm. um, because um, in the past right like where countries always used to fight wars so mm. each human is very valuable the bigger your army the bigger number of troops you have the yeah. more like you win and then when you go on to like the industrial age um, you know each la- each worker is very important because everything is done manually. Mm. But then in this like world, where everything is increasingly automated. Like the value of the human is like decreasing lah. So, so that also means like the value of the experiences that a person brings, which is actually very unique from one person to another, is also like diminishing. Right now, you're just looking at like like you're just like a a data plot in like the whole big sum of things. You know, yeah. It's like how many followers can you bring in? Um, how much revenue can you bring? In, you know. Um, uh, how many likes can you get from your post you know things mm-hmm. like that and then you are valued based on the amount of output that you can, can generate uh, which I think is like um, it's like dehumanizing the person uh, yeah. yeah which is which is I mean increasing thing lah yeah and then oh yeah and then also like um, anyway this book is called Homo Duess by this Homo Duess yeah by who uh, by this author called Yuvu Noah Harari yeah. Okay, I'll put the picture on the, <laughs> on the YouTube. Like, Homo DS. Yeah, yeah. But actually, I think this book quite famous and uh, um, I, 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 mean, I don't know. Because oh. there are a lot of like podcasts or like, you know, there's those podcasts that break down the books, you know, yeah, things yeah, like correct. that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm not going to go into that. Lah. Yeah, but but I think it's quite interesting lah, because, mm. I mean, the fact that you're doing this is like, you're just shining the light back onto the value of uh, human, lah, you know. True. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, oh, Oh, and also, I mean, okay, anyway, back to the book. Uh, they were saying that like, um, so if this continues, this automation continues, mm. eventually there will come a day where humans are completely useless and like machines are doing all the work and humans live by a, like a universal basic income. You know? Okay. Yeah. So, so, mm. so, um, it's quite a interesting thought lah, you know. What did they predict like when this will happen? Like when, when do you think that? Okay, this, I, this idea of a universal basic income, right, I was Googling, it actually first appeared in the 1500s. Okay. So it's been some time since <laughs> people thought about how automation can, you know, means that you don't have to work, but it hasn't happened yet lah. What about a universal yet. Universal basic income, I thought that means, means that everyone will get the same pay. Yeah, yeah, okay, see, so, so basically, um, uh, universal basic income is supposed to like, um, yeah, everyone gets the same pay. Mm. Let's say one thousand dollars a month, mm. and even if you work or you don't work, you still get that same pay. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so Some people I, don't work, long. I don't work. Long. I mean, I mean, how's it? I think at this point in time, like the technology is not advanced enough oh. for us to completely not work. Mm. Like even if let's say you are working at McDonald's, like you can't automate it yet. I think eventually, maybe can. this come. I think we can eventually. <laughs> eventually, I, I think it's possible. I really see. I mean, I, I, I mean, I. Mm. I don't really have you seen it. Like. You, you, you go to McDonald's, you order, you don't even, I don't even order from the, the cashier anymore. Ah, yeah. I order from the, the stupid screen yeah. thing already. That's the whole thing. That's the whole process for me. Then, uh, I always take table service. I don't even ah. bother to wait at the thing there. I just, like there's literally no human contact from ah. start to finish. I don't ah, think the yeah. person serves you the food. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that whole point is really, they, they really have a start there already, like the automation yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. this only continue. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 can you imagine a world where you don't have to work and then let's say you get paid, I don't know, 1000 to 2000 a month? What will you do in a world like that? I think, I think I'll just, I don't know. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. Probably <laughs> do this podcast. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid, everyone get paid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, but, uh, but to me, I, I don't think that will happen. Eh. Oh, okay. I, 
I mean, uh, I feel like people have, a lot of people have different goals in life. Mm. Huh? And if let's say, if I, everyone get the same pay, right, and they don't have to do anything, right, mm. I think they'll be, at a point, they'll reach some point where they'll feel too bored already. There's nothing mm. to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing to drive them. You know? yeah. And I think humans are people who, I mean, uh, I mean, even if we want to say we are, we are, we are not, la, but mm. I feel like we're all very driven people la, inside. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, I don't think we can just like, I mean, to me, la, I feel like we cannot just like, yeah, because I, I'm trying to imagine myself, you know, like, mm. yeah, I say, yes, why would people give me a thousand dollars a month and then to do nothing? Mm. I, I don't think I can do that. Eh. I, I would say you do nothing. I would say if you have your so-called basic needs settled, that's where you can truly pursue your passions. La. Correct. I, but, I see yeah, it as a positive correct, actually. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. But eventually you want, you want things that are different from other people. Mm-hmm. And that's, and we can see for everyone, and we can see on like, Instagram and everything. Mm, like. mm, mm. You know, everyone want, everyone wants the latest bag, everyone wants the mm. latest shoe, everyone wants the latest car, you know. Mm. They want to set themselves different from everyone else. Mm, and that's, yeah, yeah. And that's how they kind of like set themselves as a higher standard than everyone else. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, to coming back to the point of the $1,000, $2,000, I feel like eventually someone will come up with a way with um, how they can earn more than $2,000 mm. and then we'll go back to the whole capitalism again, mm. you know. Okay, in the book, he predicted it's like, at, at, at that point in time, right, probably the, like the MNCs, the big corporations, like say the Facebook or the Googles, yeah. they will be the ones that in control with like majority of the profits mm. because they're in control of the algorithms, the machines, all that kind of thing. They're running the whole show yeah. and then they're just paying out whatever they want as in, as in, I guess the government will come in and put some legislature mm. but whatever else is just paid to the people and I guess the only way you can really earn an income is that can you do something that is better than a robot or better than human uh, yeah better than a robot or better than algorithm that's where you can add value so I think creativity though yeah to me like, I think it's creativity but but you know there was actually experiment being done uh, where they get like a music composer yeah. to write a song yeah. and they get uh, I think it was like compared to like Bach or something like so that a, 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 a musician from the past current musician and then Mm. and then they use the algorithm to create a uh, music uh-huh. then they ask like the audience to judge which one do you think is created by who uh-huh. so uh, the surprising thing is that most people think that the the algorithm created music was actually created by the famous composer uh-huh. yeah so so in some sense the challenge is just the the mind that you know algorithms cannot be creative true but yeah. it's, it's quite subjective eh, I feel yeah yeah because you're asking people who are these people first there's a question like who are these people like okay, I, I mean, I mean, this is me lah. I feel yeah. like it's quite subjective because I, I say humans, you can say, oh, uh, this sound may sound so called good to mm, me, mm, so mm. it may be you know the composer. Yeah. But let's say you let you let's say you let's let us here, you know, like mm. maybe two two of us here, and then mm. I, I may think that I like a different type of tune to the song. Mm. And maybe I say, oh, okay, this other song sounds better, mm. you know. And I feel it's subjective. Yeah, it's very yeah, subjective. Uh, but I mean, the way they control for this subjectivity yeah, yeah. is they use a huge sample size law. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so okay. everyone like sort of should have the same taste. True. Like they should be able to tell the good from the bad. La. So, so yeah, but I mean, I mean, I, I guess there's so like for music is like pattern recognition, you know, there are certain patterns in yeah. like songs. So if you can replicate that, then you can so produce a good song la, or like, yeah. Oh. yeah how so, do this robot know all these songs? So they, they, they throw it a lot of songs. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they yeah. Of- you just feed it data oh. and then you just come up with something la, like, like machine learning. AI, 
Okay, that's what music, uh, music <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, but I mean, music has always been seen to be something that is requires a lot of creativity and it cannot be done by a machine, you know. True. Yeah, and and now you know, I think there was this website that you can like just put in a few keywords, they can write a whole essay out. Really? Uh? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, I'm not sure. I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> on like TikTok. this guy legit going, on TikTok. No, legit. Like, as in, as in, as in, you say, or oh, uh, what, what? what? Um, what top seven websites that you wish you knew earlier something like that oh. and then, then he like recommend the website and then oh he just put in a few keywords then he really like, write the whole essay for him then after you can just change what you want so you know wow, it really okay. changes the fact that how creative true. are humans really yeah true lah but I think I mean to me I feel humans will still be important lah like mm. I don't think a robot can create the next say Amazon or the next Facebook or mm. next Apple I mean I never mm. know lah but I never have that mindset that a robot will be able to create the next mm. big thing. That's yeah. true. That's true. I yeah. think that's like, even hu- most humans can't do that. <laughs> yeah, correct. It's so, only a few only, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, but why, why are you reading this book in the first place? Like, oh, because it was an economist reading. <laughs> oh, you, you uh, had to read it. Yeah, oh. yeah. I was taking this module called uh, Innovation and Technology. Uh-huh. So we, we study like, um, like like innovation and tech like, and, and like uh-huh. the whole progress of technology. And then we also study like semiconductor, chips like that. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The TSMC. Oh, TSMC. Yeah. yeah. Qualcomm. All these. All the chip. Manif- Samsung. All this kind of. Like, yeah. Cause I mean that is like the next biggest battle in technology, ma. Semicon. Yeah. Semiconductor. So what, what, stuff what, like so that. What would it, What would it be fighting about? Oh, market dominance. Oh, who's going to be the next market leader in 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 in, in oh, chip manufacturing? I think TSMC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. TSMC mm. now is winning the race. Uh. Uh. But they are. Uh, I'm not sure how how well you know uh, uh, these chips, but basically TSMC they are uh, the current biggest uh, manufacturer of chips, but they don't design their own chips. Yeah, quite. They only yeah, manufacture. Yeah, yeah, Designing yeah. is only like uh, in in the US. Or Samsung, yeah, Samsung, yeah. Intel, they design. Yeah, so, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. So these are all the manufacturing. Yeah, yeah. But they can manufacture those very. I mean, what I said that apart was that they can manufacture like those very nano size mm-hmm. uh, semiconductor chips, which yeah. the Chinese people cannot do it lah. Yeah. But I feel like once the China people caught up to it, then yeah, <laughs> they need to set themselves apart again. Yeah. So Zheng so had to go to toilet for a while, and then suddenly we're talking about Nai Minio and Tian Tan to help to to blow up my channel. Yeah. I, I need at least one of them to come to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> to talk about their their past relationships <laughs> to clear all the confusion with all their fans. <laughs> I think they're all now married, got kids already. Yeah, okay, but uh. they used to date, right? Both of them, they used to date. I, I don't know. I, I, really I follow, didn't know. Uh. I generally follow like Singapore influencer. Oh, I, I, I didn't follow, but I, I remember they were together. Oh. And they broke up. Then, uh, then somehow they suddenly got married, shotgun, everything. Then, <laughs> today they, few million dollars. <laughs> Lamborghini here and there. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I really, I also want to become like that. <laughs> slowly lah I think I mean it takes time on lah I mean yeah, la, they've correct, been correct. in YouTube all that for uh, 10 years at least correct, before right. they got big yeah so content, it takes time yeah. the content a bit to me lah okay to me uh, I don't know any people watching this uh, who are their fans <laughs> I think it's very cringy lah yeah. especially one. Like, he like to put all those like secondary school uh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. bro you need to grow up really man <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah lah you you your target audience is young people and stuff yeah, yeah. but I don't know man I, I just kind of like I mean, in secondary school, I think it was funny la, to watch this. Uh, but then after all, it's like, dude, I think it's a bit weird. You're uh, like my age doing secondary school stuff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think now, now I guess, I guess it's like the food king law. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those would be the main, 
uh, more catering to our age one. They, they show the houses, the different houses, where houses? they eat food. As in, they do all the house tours. Whose house? Uh, I think the time the... God, this couple, they divorced. The NOC. Oh, uh, the, the, Ryan the, Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. After that, he got the whole house. Then he was doing a house tour, things like that. But show the house or what? Uh, show how rich he is or I don't know. <laughs> he got what smart light smart this smart that everything is so smart one is it advertising is it he said please buy this you know quote my quote Ryan <laughs> I <laughs> think you got 30% off no, no, I think I, I think that the captions are like catfish is like oh uh, welcome what, what see my what, 2 million dollar penthouse what does he look Aww. like that kind of thing then everyone come watch you know this kind of caption Allow, eh. yeah so they really yeah, do everything yeah. yeah but I mean it's like that one or, you know to get a view you need to create some like clickbait content do you know that they are yeah. they both of them are in, I saw them in the Forbes 30 under 30. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, I think okay. it was like two years ago. I saw it. They oh. were under one of the Forbes 30 under 30. Wow. Yeah, I was like, okay. oh, they create? Then they write, okay. then their, their title is YouTube, con- like YouTube creator or something like that. Uh. Create YouTube videos. Uh. I was like, well, like that as you can. Uh. Hey, actually, why not think I'm going to YouTube? Like, YouTube? Yeah, like, like videos. YouTube. Like, like now it's like podcast. I will do video. Uh. Oh, okay, okay. I put on YouTube, but nobody watch on. Uh. <laughs> I only got like what, 15 subscribers only. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? I got one video that that got three hundred views. Yeah. Oh, it was the Alibaba, the Weibo Hotel. <laughs> I okay. took a vlog over. You know that in China, oh, Hangzhou. Okay, okay. Then me and Shermin went to the robot Hotel. Uh. Then I took a video. I took all the service shit, and then I upload onto YouTube. Wow, Robo Hotel. Wow. that's the only one that got three hundred views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was like uh twenty views, thirty views. Hey, do you see the one that I upload the Inner Mongolia one? Uh, no. Dude, oh, shit. Dude, I already <laughs> uploaded the like, Inner Mongolia video for like a few months already. Okay, okay. Later, I can and watch. <laughs> you see, yeah. I put three parts to it. Yeah. Oh, three okay, parts okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay, okay, but, okay. Yeah, I need advertisers, man. But, you know, I mean, the kind of thing is like, you just need one big yeah, yeah, video, yeah. right? One viral, viral, everything blows up already from that, there. That's what my friend yeah. before I said that. He said, why don't I, I see something controversial? <laughs> 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 why don't I see something controversial? Now that you blow up. Now that... <laughs> 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 yeah, but I uh, know But I think I just take it slow, lor. Whatever. I mean, like uh, whatever comes my way. I mean, like my yeah. friends say, how long are we do this for? I say until I run out of friends. So. <laughs> Which I don't know how many I have really, lah. Yeah. So no, la, but I think more and more people want to go to the podcast, want to be heard. You know, maybe uh, yeah, yeah. Because to be honest, people who have been on the podcast, right? Most of them, right, is they ask me one. Like, for uh, example, yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you ask me right now. Yeah. Oh, okay, why don't you give me another podcast? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really ask much people. It's more like they ask me. They ask me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. ask people, they always say, oh, not free. I don't know what to talk about. And stuff. Uh. Yeah, I just say, uh, just talk about your life, law. Should, be, should uh. be too difficult, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you leave it already, right? It's only you know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so not that difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. So what are we talking about just now? I can't remember. Eh. Oh, we're talking about. Uh, about the icons reading oh, yeah, and yeah, how it's related yeah, yeah, yeah. to like semiconductors and stuff. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, but I don't really know much about semiconductors. It's just that one mod. So yeah, just a disclaimer. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but semiconductors are doing very well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole uh, uprising of EVs and uh, yeah. all the smartphones, all the chips are now really yeah, everything. high demand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just read the newspaper yesterday and you see like now the, the newest cars, right? Because of the shortage of chips, they cannot have all the electronic stuff really. Really? Uh? Yeah. Then like the prices of previous models that had this electronic stuff is actually much higher than the current models that are being produced. Because oh. they only can give you like, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what, and a lot or <laughs> I don't know what they can give you in the car. Yeah. But, 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 wait, like what things are there? What are you talking about? Like what, what, what things are, are lacking from? The no, previous? like because you need like this 
chips for everything that's electronic ma. Yeah, like yeah. let's say you have your GPS, you have uh, I don't know, um uh oh, like, dashboard yeah, is gonna need okay, everything okay. the electronic parts ma. Like you need all the chips ma. Like AI driving yeah, 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 yeah. I mean I mean not only AI driving, but even just but to everything have the ma. board itself, yeah, you Correct. need the chips ma. Then they don't have enough chips. There's a shortage ma. Yeah. Because of whatever reasons la. I, I I haven't really gone to that. But because of the shortage then <laughs> the newest cars all cannot have all these chips though. Oh no, we still yeah. yeah. But I think I fact the China one, the China car. Did we, we do you went to the new house that one? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I think that yeah. was quite good, right? The car. Yeah, it's quite good, it's quite good. Yeah. The SUVs are more. And then do they do they did quite well, you know. Like oh, is it? Yeah. Now they they recently uh released a sedan. Uh. Wrong. Yeah. And then they did quite well, but then mm. like I said, now the whole chip shortage thing, right? Yeah. And then yeah, I mean if you follow their stock prices not doing very well now. Oh, yeah, I went down quite okay. a lot. Okay. Yeah. I I normally follow Neo, but then I got buy Tesla stock. Uh. Tesla? <laughs> Why do you buy Neo? You should, you should buy Neo. You really sit in the car before already. You know, you really know that it's good. But Neo is like, <laughs> it's like, they are trying to be the next Tesla, you know? They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are trying, but it's like, normally the market leader will always get the largest market share and, Correct, you know, be the, and set the standards, all these kind of things. So, Tesla will definitely be have a lot more advantages la. Right. yeah you but know. my question is when also I mean like also, also not really my question more like I feel like when it comes to when it boils down to American company or Chinese mm. company and the biggest market right now is China already, right mm. like who would the government support their own local company or a foreign company yeah when it comes mm. to let's say I mean I don't think they will allow Tesla to grow too big in China so la. Mm. That's, my, that's my opinion mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm. my opinion mm-hmm. Rather than they allow you know, a Chinese company, their own mm. local company to, to mm. blow up. La. Yeah. Mm, that's true, that's true. Uh, but yeah. how say like um I mean if the China government do that, the American governments can do the same thing. And and But the, the thing yeah. is that the Chinese company don't even go to America. No one's expanding to America. Yeah, which is yeah. why how say like they're always hit the limit like after you expand finish in the China market. A lot of like China companies are big because they have catered to their Chinese market. But yeah. outside of China, nobody knows about them. Correct. You know, so it's like, where's Tesla? They've gone worldwide already, you know, yeah. and it's contract expand. So it's like, uh, you know, you may be a big company, yes, but you're only in China. You're not an international company. Yeah. But you know why, right? They only yeah. stay in China. Why, they, why not? Because eh? the, once they reach, because the biggest market is there already. Mm. And if you secure Chinese, if you get enough market share in China, right, you don't need to think about otherwhere, everywhere else really. Mm. Cause you don't think about Europe, you don't even think about US. Cause every if cause most of the money is I mean a lot of Chinese people there are, are a whole lot of money, mm. and like I say, once you hit the number of people that you want or like mm. the, the major market share of China, right? Mm. You really earn enough money for a company to to do well already. Yeah, mm. but I think not. But I think New recently expanded to Norway. Oh, is it? Like, oh okay. in Norway or is it like somewhere? Somewhere in European country. Oh, yeah, but they expanded to Norway, but. But I can I can see lah. I mean, but I can see why they do that because now there's a saturated amount of Chinese EV in in China mm. now. Xpeng, uh, what are BYD, yeah. Neo, and then there's a uh, one more like uh, Li Auto. There's sponsored oh. by ByteDance one, and then oh, Xiaomi okay. creating their own one. So <laughs> there's uh, Apple opening their own, their own one. So Apple car, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so many like yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about EV anymore. La. But I also think that, how say, like, if you only focus on China market, right, you might reach a cap, though, you know? Like, right. it, as in, also, like, from investors' point of view, right, you're always, like, uh, buying into future growth, ma. And yeah. if you know that, oh, this company, like, 
is a like let's say a big blue chip but it doesn't not going to grow much then it's like you rather invest in the next high growth company because that's where you know you get the most like uh, capital appreciation uh, you True. know and get both returns out of your money True. yeah, yeah maybe that's why you, yeah. So, yeah so you bought Tesla lah yeah lah but I mean I bought at the time 800 plus now drop 600 plus 800 plus yeah okay, let's hold it lah Okay, I, at the point that I was like, I was buying the deep, you know, because at That's first, the deep, when, no, plus the deep, man. The highest was nine hundred, then dropped to hundred plus. I thought like <laughs> I buy the deep, they have that, wow, drop even more. But yeah, yeah, I think just wait lah. Yeah, yeah, I think in the long term, definitely like there's a future for for Tesla and and autonomous driving, as in yeah, autonomous driving vehicles. So true lah, yeah. true. Yeah. But I don't know about the electricity, the electricity part lah. Uh. people want to get rid of all the oil and gas, right? Yeah, but the thing is that most of your electricity that is generated is from oil and gas. Mm. So there's no way you are trying to, there's no way you're going to replace all the oil and gas industry with mm. like what? Uh, solar energy and wind energy. Because mm. it's not enough. Because if you really want to do that, right, you really have need, need a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of land mm. to plant all that windmill mm. and mm. and whatever, what solar panels. And then you must mm. connect all of them to a single source, mm. generate the amount of enough electricity. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think Singapore have that kind of capacity, or do I, or I don't think that more even the US can do it. Yeah, so mm. not possible one lah, to get rid of oil and gas and go fully mm. electric. Mm. Yeah, that's that's my take. I, I don't think they will completely get rid of oil and gas. It's like how to say, you know, when I think the first the first source of energy was like coal lah. Yeah, like coal. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah, I'm not wrong, it's coal or steam. Yeah, know. but like they. Ha- even until today, there's still a portion, proportion of people that still use coal and steam or, or whatever. I, I think it's just adding on to like whatever um, energy demands that the world needs. Mm. I don't think that they'll necessarily like cut it out completely. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I mean, that's the trend so far. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll see uh, with we'll Joe see Biden. What, what what can Joe <laughs> Biden do for us? Joe Biden, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't like him. No, I don't like him. <laughs> Well, I'm okay with him. I, oh, I don't. Oh, shit. I don't really care anymore, really, lah. I used to care a lot about the, the U.S. politics, but uh. now I'm like, oh, I don't really care. Oh, why not? Eh? I feel like no point, uh. I used to, you know, I used to not say support Trump, lah, but more like I was on the line of. I don't like how the media portray Donald Trump and mm. how they portray Joe Biden. Like at least, like they're trying to portray him like he's the savior, like mm-hmm. but he's not that great. He's just a Joe Biden, uh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like nobody, to be honest, nobody even know who Joe Biden is until he become like the vice president <laughs> of Obama. Of yeah, Obama. yeah, yeah. And he and people vote for him. I personally think it's because they relate him to Obama. You know what I mean? Because he's like, okay, like this guy was related to Obama. He was the vice president, so mm-hmm. he'll be a better choice compared to Trump. Mm. Yeah, but I'm sure Trump did did did, did do some stupid things. Uh, and he was <laughs> an easy scapegoat for everything. So yeah. I mean, now he's living a good life. Uh. He's just living in his country club and doing nothing. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, la, but as in, for me personally, I just think that Trump really like screw a lot of things. La. And, and and he, he also frequently like, lied to the media to stuff like he wasn't being very truthful. Because he's a salesman. Wa. Yeah, but that's not yeah. what you expect from like the leader of your country, you know, of the biggest country in the world, you know. It's All like, right. But if your leader is like that, then... All government are like that one. La. Honestly, no, no government will tell you the honest truth, like face value, you know. They won't tell you like, okay, we are not in a good position. <laughs> we are going bankrupt. <laughs> we owe a lot of money to China. Okay, so we could probably have to bow down to them soon. <laughs> no, they're not going to say that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. they're going to be like, Donald Trump, we're going to sanction all of them. We're going to you know, take back our jobs. You know, we're going to do this, do that. Yeah, I mean, that's how yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So what else? How do you prepare? Um, I don't. I don't want to miss out anything. Yeah. I don't want you to waste the effort. You know? No, like as in, as in honestly, like how to say it's like preparing for a job interview. You know, at the end of the day, it's like <laughs> no. I have to say it's like you also learn more about the industry. You learn more about things. You know, it's also like you do it for your own benefit. Also, it's yeah. not only pure for purely for 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 the job or for the podcast. You know. Right. Yeah. It's, I feel that as in that's for me lah. Like you should focus on yourself and then, and then and then and then that's better lah. Rather than you know, always, yeah. No, but I, I just want to, you know, I don't want you to waste the effort. Oh, That's okay, why I just yeah, want to yeah. know what you plan. Because that will also help me to ask you a question. So. Uh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, we first talk about the book already. Then yeah, yeah. The second part. So, so, so the second part linked to the universal basic income, right? Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. And then I think like this universal basic income, like it's been shown a spotlight also, especially because, uh, you know, Andrew Young, he was a yeah, yeah, presidential candidate. Yeah, yeah, he also like he was a strong proponent la, for this universal basic income. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 is this whole issue of UBI is being put in a spotlight again, lah? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I guess we talk about that. Uh. And actually, you know, in Finland, they also uh did an experiment. Mm. So they had a small group of people. I think two thousand people randomly selected, and then they paid them like universal basic income. Uh, no matter what their job is. No matter what their job is. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, clarify. These are unemployed people. Oh, okay, yeah, they're unemployed okay, okay. people. But even if they got a job after they get the UBI, they yeah. will still continue to to get the UBI. So their job will not pay them. This UBI, no, no, the, the is on top of this oh, UBI. Oh, it's on top, of. yeah, on top of. Oh, yeah, but okay. it's only for this for two thousand. Uh, it's a small group. They just want to run an experiment, basically. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, the hypothesis is that um, with this UBI, it promote uh employment actually because uh, when you have the stress of like. Uh, surviving day to day you know mm. you will be more like productive you'll be more employable uh, you have better mental health and you'll be um, uh, you'll be able to like find a job easier la. basically that's their hypothesis uh, and the result was that um, while it, it, there's a small increase in employability but the largest increase is reported in their own mental wealth uh, health well-being la, mm. and job security yeah yeah sorry sorry um Income security, income security, yeah. But sh- so, but to me, I feel like once you find a job, shouldn't you not get the money that you the extra two thousand already? Like once you find a job, you why why should we continue to pay someone who already found a job? Okay, so I think for like the Euro, okay, I think it's for the European or like the Finland um uh unemployment benefits. Yeah. So right, as a side, it was the very simple system. Like you just fill in a couple forms, you mm. get this unemployment benefit. But as society progressed. Um, the form feeling become more and more because they want to ensure that you are really unemployed and you have to fulfill certain criteria. So mm. uh, it actually become very um, administrative to actually obtain this unemployment benefit. So they're trying to like have this blanket solution where you just take the unemployment benefit, you save all the administrative trouble for the government and for you and then and hopefully this help improve your employability uh, in the long term. Yeah. So, oh. so, so, so that was why this thing came about. So it's more of convenience uh. Yeah, for more for convenience. Yeah, but yeah. then that well, then how much? But did they conclude like how much tax will it cost for the citizens to uh, provide this kind of universal? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, for Finland itself, I'm not sure, but I was looking at Andrew Yang's uh proposal la. Uh. So he proposed something like one thousand dollar a month for all uh, uh Americans, yeah. right? Uh, On top of their current job. Yes, okay. I I think so like, I think so like, If if I remember correctly, uh, and the the math doesn't add up, like. Uh, he was proposing like some tax cuts on other social benefits because if you have this, there shouldn't be a need for any other social benefits. Yeah. But the math that didn't add up. I think 
um, towards the end, you only able to cover about half the his proposed budget. Yeah, it's in. So basically, let's say this entire scheme would cost let's say hundred billion dollars, but yeah. his proposed cuts from other areas will only come out to about fifty billion. So it's still fifty billion short. Yeah, hard, yeah. So yeah. so at this point in time, I think it's not really viable to give everyone a UBI. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I think so. So I think uh, or, or maybe I should think. I mean, I'm not sure lah because to me, I feel like if you found a job, then there's. I mean, I don't. It shouldn't be because it's convenient. That's why mm. I, I I give you keep giving the money, right? Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is still money that's coming from somewhere, right? From yeah, yeah, exactly. And, stuff. Yeah. and if you find a job, then you definitely don't need the money anymore. Yeah, I understand if you haven't found a job, then you probably need this one thousand dollars a month. Mm. Yeah, and I think one thousand probably is a nice number because like, uh, it's enough for you to get by, but not enough for you to live very well. Yeah, live yeah. better. You know what I mean? Yeah, but unless you yeah. are those kind of people who just fine with just living one thousand, mm. uh, because there are people who are like that, right? Yeah, There's, yeah, yeah take unemployment, unemployment benefits and just yeah. do nothing and just, yeah. Know. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a, you know, a pros and cons to it. Mm, mm, but like yeah. you say, he, he never say it correctly. I think, yeah. Is he, is he, at this point in time, it's like, it's too expensive. Like, the government can't afford this. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, 100 billion. Yeah. 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 100 billion is just a number. I just think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But it's not exactly, yeah, it's much more than 100 billion. I think it's like, Two trillion or something like that. Two trillion? Yeah. Dude, I didn't know. <laughs> Dude, you own, do you owe how much money to China already? Yeah. Still, I put two trillion <laughs> just to give people extra $1,000. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess it's more of like a thought experiment where in the future, you know, yeah. this could be likely, but we'll see, we'll see. But you also, I feel like you also cause another problem is that mm. if everyone, if every, if everyone increase their income by say $1,000, right, then the price of all your food also will increase so well, right? Because mm. now the minimum is 1,000. Everyone has 1,000. Mm. So everything else also will kind of increase mm. as well. You know? Mm. Um, yeah. Right. And, and, yeah. So this brings the other problem is like printing money. La. Basically, you're just printing money, right? As in wherever you get money. Basically, yeah. the value of money is diminishing. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah. That's the second problem. Lo. Yeah. Um, I mean, mm. with the whole COVID package, the US has been printing a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, which is why like you see a lot of uh, inflation actually in asset prices, stocks, yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. But I think it hasn't really translated to the day-to-day -day, uh, inflation yet, your, yeah. your consumer inflation. Um, because everyone is stuck at home. They can't really spend the money. Yeah. So so I you don't see it yet, but I think eventually the inflation will come. That's what my friend yeah. said. That's what my friend tell me as well. He said that yeah. the, they print too much money that the inflation will come sooner. Yeah. 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 And yeah, man. Yeah, so so, so 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 no, I mean <laughs> I mean so so the only way for you to curb this inflation is you have to buy scarce assets, lah. Yeah. Scarce assets. So like you have to buy stocks. You should buy I don't know, Bitcoin or something. Bitcoin. Things that will go up in value as more people buy into it. You know, yeah, okay. yeah. You shouldn't be holding cash because cash is huh? becoming more and more worthless. I I holding cash because I want to spend it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should have some amount set aside, lah. I don't oh, know, yeah, six I, months I, of money set aside. The rest you should go and invest because or not you're just losing money. True. Yeah. Yeah, I've been just yeah, true. I've been just spending money on going out and eating. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh I mean I have this friend who was on the podcast before, mm. right? He said that he told me he he said something that was quite funny. He said that I earn all this money that I have, right? And I feel painful when I get I mean I cannot spend it. He said something like that. <laughs> he said I feel pain looking at my money that I cannot and I don't spend it. Yeah, so he wants to spend the money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he spent the money going to Japan for like one year. Oh, yeah. everything. 
Uh, I don't know if he spent anything, but he spent quite a lot. Because he said he spent a lot of money on smoking and <laughs> drinking. Yeah, because he said like, he liked all the advice activities. <laughs> yeah, so he said these are where, so he's telling, advising people like, you know, how much money will you spend if you, let's say, you work and study. Because he, he didn't really work there, like, he more like he studied there. Mm. See how much money will you spend mm. studying in Japan? Mm. Yeah, so he spent quite a lot. He was there. But I say if you cut out all this smoking and drinking, you probably spend lesser. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so why do you choose to go NOC? Why? Uh, uh, and not exchange? As in, I think exchange is, you just go to play, so it's not as meaningful, you know. Yeah. And with NOC, you get to work and you experience a different culture there. And yeah, so so I think that's the main benefit. Lor. It's like much more meaningful than just uh, going on exchange and just play. Then why do you yeah. choose Shanghai? Actually, I didn't choose Shanghai. Shanghai <laughs> chose me. <laughs> <laughs> What do you choose first? What my, were your choices? My first choice was New York. Then after that, I think it was Toronto and then Shanghai. Oh, yeah. so that choice. Shanghai was like a safety option in case you get anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, everyone wants to go to the European countries, the yeah, Western la. countries. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, so, so yeah, lo, Shanghai chose me. So, yeah. wait, what, how was the interview like? Uh, interview, I think, <laughs> uh, they asked a lot of, uh, like they question you on your answers, law. Yeah. What will um, ask you? Uh, if you can still remember lah. Or like the standard is like why you want to go NOC? Why you want to go to New York? So why do you say why you want to go to New York? Oh, because I said I study cons. And uh-huh. then because I study cons, then like New York is like a huge financial center. Go Shanghai also can work. I mean, true, <laughs> true, <laughs> true, true, but, <laughs> true, true, but, <laughs> but I realize in hindsight that that's a wrong answer because how to say, like, if you are interested in finance or these areas, normally you work in like a bank or a big company. Yeah. They're looking for like people who are interested in startup yeah. entrepreneurship, you know. So so that was a wrong answer <laughs> in hindsight. But I knew that's it like, you know, after going through the whole program and like understanding, oh, okay, okay. So this is what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So in case anybody who wants to go apply to NOC, uh, you must be, listen to this podcast and you know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for people who are listening, NOC is uh, not the night I was in the medics. It's a NUS overseas college where they will put you in, they will put students at uh, I don't think I've seen it before. Uh, he put they put students in prime locations where startups are very prominent, and then you will be attached to a recognized school there, and you'll be in, you'll be immersed in the startup environment and culture. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he so didn't get New York. Then Toronto also out. So yeah, yeah. Toronto didn't get. I think Toronto also very popular lah. So you put second choice. Really, yeah, how do you know? Probably, yeah, but I mean, as long as the Western country common popular. One. I put Shanghai first choice. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> why Why not go Shanghai? Uh, I think because I was in Suzhou for a while. For, uh. I, I was in Suzhou for two months studying Chinese. Oh, when? Yeah, um, this was in summer break in 2018. 20, yeah, 2018 of our NUS summer break. I was oh. studying Chinese for two months there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah you asked me why I studied Chinese, right? <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, just to improve my Mandarin. Uh. Quite funny, <laughs> the funny story is that the people who are studying Chinese, they are all foreigners. They're really foreign, like, oh. Italians, like, American, like, Korean people. And then they say, oh, uh, we've got a new student, Singaporean. Uh. Then after that, teacher was like, hey, didn't you study this, like, Chinese in, <laughs> in Singapore? <laughs> then I say, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> But then I, I trash everyone there. Yeah, because I'm a Chinese. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when you I really know what answers really. They, they just answer. But I didn't, I wasn't the top student in the class. Uh, oh. Sadly. <laughs> a, bit, a bit embarrassing though. I was second or third. Uh, yeah. Okay. La. <laughs> yeah, but I was able to my day. It was quite fun because like, I was doing a WeChat and stuff. Uh, and then I was like, okay, I think I must come back to China again. 
Oh, so, okay, okay. yeah, I hated engineering. Then I, I want to find a way out. So, uh. I just say, um, so I just look around. Then after they send me the email, what NOC bullshit thing. Mm. Then I just apply. Then I see, oh, I go to Shanghai, I go to Shanghai. Shanghai, Beijing, and then the third one was Silicon Valley. Oh. Yeah, obviously they give Shanghai because nobody wants to go. Then I realized nobody wants to go Shanghai. Everyone wants to go everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah so... But yeah. actually, after you've been to, to, to Shanghai or China, it's like not as bad as you think. It, yeah, it's not. Yeah. You actually think, I think it's much more fun. Eh. Yeah. Because you, you really can spend like a lot of money, but you don't <laughs> feel that pain. You know yeah. I mean? Like when you yeah. order food and you buy food, you don't have to spend like in US, like, you probably like spend $16 or a meal. Yeah. But in China, it's like you can spend like as low as what? $4, sing, $5, yeah, yeah. including deliveries or more. Yeah. <laughs> They wrote their yeah. doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, also in hindsight, I guess, <laughs> yeah. it's a good thing. Uh. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. how do you, so wait, so you feel the, so you feel interview interview, like, more like, how did they offer you the Shanghai one? Like, they send you the email or like, don't they come up to you? And no, say, they just send me the email. Oh, then, oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah. Then were you disappointed? Uh, Initially, yes. But then, <laughs> um, because my girlfriend Sabrina, she also applied, then she put Shanghai for sure. So, and now we both go Shanghai. Oh, so I was like, yeah. oh, it's okay lah. It's like, that's good. It's like a uh, silver lining. It's the silver yeah, yeah, lining. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so both go Shanghai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Then you both, you went Shanghai. Then, then you went, went then you work at The Wagon. The Wagon. Yeah, it's a, say, say it correctly, man. La Wagon. I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. La Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I know you cannot say La Wagon because someone told me it's wrong. Yeah. It's what, La Wagon or La Wagon. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a French coding school um, and I think they're now in like 43 cities all over the world. 43? 43, yeah. Not really it used to be 30 yeah. plus. You know? Okay. It's more of a franchise model actually. It's not really a startup. Oh, okay. Yeah. As in, I mean, they call themselves a startup. Like, I mean, everyone wants to call themselves a startup. La, but <laughs> because, because, I mean, a startup is like, like sexy and scalable, you know. Yeah, correct. But it's not really a startup. La, uh, which is good, especially for education. Because if you focus too much on scalability, you actually reduce on the quality of the teaching. Mm. So they, they, they limit their classes a lot. Mm. Uh, I think they reject something like 70% of all applicants. Why? Because they want the really good students. And like there's certain like coding tests, uh, like a, a phone oh. interview, all these kind of things. So they want to like really get the best students, lah. And also because, um, like I think you need to have some coding knowledge. I think, oh, but uh, I like some basics. Oh, it's not a place to learn coding, man. Yeah, it's a place to learn coding. Uh, must know coding. <laughs> no, no, as you said, you just need to know the basics, like how to use computer. How to use things computer? Like, I think I mean there are people that are like what sixty, seventy years old, then they want to apply. Then this kind of obviously oh, cannot. This kind, of, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so okay. I think I don't know exactly the screen criteria, but because I'm not the one that, that that is screening them, lah. Um, but there's certain criteria, so so you get the most bang for your buck, lah. Because if they think a sixty year old he doesn't learn anything at the end of the day, then it's not beneficial for him. It's not beneficial for the school as well. Hmm. Yeah, so they are quite strict with the entry requirements, which is a good thing, lah. Actually. So you go through yeah. a screening process, but then after that, do the students pay to learn or the yeah. school will pay for them? The, you, you have to pay the school. I, oh, I know this is really... As in, as in, as in how say, I know that increasingly, especially in the US, there's these like coding schools where only after you get a job, then you start paying the school fees. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the point that, as in, those schools got some problems like, because they start to take in a lot of people and it's all online education, you know? So, so... And when students encounter problems, they don't really get any like proper feedback. They don't have, and the, 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 apparently the teachers or something is like, 
students who are just graduated come and teach straight away. Um, yeah, so so there are some problems with that that kind of model, lah. Okay. Yeah. Also, oh, your yeah. so your company, the company kind of like put it in a different, like try to focus more on providing um more specialized class. Yeah. For like a smaller like quality group, education. Quality, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then your role there was what? what I was, was a there? community manager there. So basically, mm. uh, we have these like weekly coding workshops, lah. Basically. Mm. Uh, we organize like free coding workshops for like people who are completely new. So you learn things like uh, intro to JavaScript, intro to data science, Python. Uh, you learn a bit of design, you know, use, learn how to use Figma or Sketch, you know. Uh, basically, it's like front end, back end. Uh, you learn a bit. It's like a teaser or a taster, okay. you know, of what the actual bootcamp will be like. So whether prospective students or people who are just interested in coding, you know, they can come and then they can learn. Uh, and then if they, they, they like what they learn and they want to learn more, then they could join up, send, send up a bootcamp. Uh. The bootcamp is nine weeks long. Yeah. But still over one. Uh? No, it's still over. Oh, la, no, it's still over. But um, it's like nine to five. It's like full day. Monday to oh, Friday, nine to yeah, five. Class like that, nine to five. Yeah, a, yeah. Nine weeks. For nine weeks straight. Very intense. Very intense. Yeah, I think it's quite intense. I mean, I've seen the students lah, then some they want to like them late. Like, they chase out the buildings like. But what's the, what's the, what's yeah. the, what's the, what's the end goal? Like from this whole entire nine weeks? So, I what believe there issue? are two causes. So, either yeah. you go for the full stack where it's like front end, back end. Yeah. Where, yeah. And the other course is a data science course. Yeah. Mm. So, it depends what is the end goal. Like if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to have your own startup, you go for the full stack coding bootcamp. Whereas if you want to go into an MNC, you want to do like, data analytics, audit countings, then you go for a data science bootcamp. Uh, so wouldn't, wouldn't if you, let's say, you go for the full stack one, right? Mm. Wouldn't that also help you to do, like, will also be able to help you to find a job in the MNC as well, right? You also be able to do data science as well, right? right? Um, I think no it's a, a bit different skill set. I think, like, um, how say, I would say like the full stack is you learn, I, I guess the programming basics are pretty similar, but in terms of the functionality, like, so for the um the full stack coding bootcamp, yeah, the, the students are expected to create an app at the end of it, mm. yeah, uh, for whatever problems lah. Yeah, uh, the data science one, I'm not so sure because uh, they were going to launch the data science bootcamp, but mm. um, I left before they launched it. I think it was going to launch in like May or something, but I left in January, so I I, oh. I didn't get to see it. Yeah, but but. I think they are for people with different objectives or goals they want. Yeah. Is it like doing like data analysts? Uh, data analysts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they learn like SQL and Python. Yeah, Python. This, okay, yeah. okay. I think these two coding languages, yeah. Yeah, because now, now I'm going to, I want to learn like SQL and Python. Uh. Because I feel like a lot of jobs require me to do. Like they always mm. write that uh, good to have. Yeah, know, yeah, Python yeah. And, shit. and then yeah. recently I went for an interview and then they asked me, do you know anything about SQL or mm. Python? And then I said, uh, I don't mm. know anything. She said, oh, okay. So you have no business skill, <laughs> no IT skill, okay. But you look like you have the perseverance, you know, and the uh, enthusiasm uh, to learn. Uh, <laughs> and you know you didn't get a job already. Then you can try and shine. Singapore, Singapore's got the wagon. And, yeah, and it's 70% oh. subsidy. You need to pay 3K. Oh, 3K. Yeah, but, but oh, yeah, over there is like 40 plus K. R&B, R&B. So it's about oh. 8 to 9, eight, I think about 8 or 9 casing. Okay. Singapore, they give 70% discount. I mean, Singapore government give 70% discount. Maybe I'll find a job first. <laughs> then after that, I earn some money. Then I can take 8 to 9 weeks off. Then I can do Oh, that. sorry. Uh, the 9 weeks, right, is a full, like a full-time. Yeah, right, I, so I do, so I can quit my job and then take 9 weeks. Oh, you want to quit your job? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Or like okay. take 9 weeks break and then you do... Um, oh, okay. Because yeah. there's a part-time course also, but oh, it's like 26 also. weeks, which is like half a year. So it's quite oh. shit. So it's every, what, every weekend, uh? Uh, I think it's like 
Tuesday and Thursday night. Like two two night two weekday nights and then like one weekend, something like that. Actually, I'd rather do I'd rather do that if I'm let's say I'm working. I think that will make more sense. Eh? Mm, I think yeah. that will actually attract more people. Because yeah. I don't think people I mean I don't know about how much your mm. how much but the thing is that I to me I feel that if I want to learn this coding on the side, right? Mm. I rather do that, like, you know, like Tuesday, Friday, and then one weekend, and then I still keep my full-time job. Mm. At least I still get paid. Mm. And if I want to, let's say, give up halfway the bootcamp, then I just give up, no? Yeah. Mm. If, let's say, la, I want to give up, <laughs> I don't do like, I give up, then I got no job, I'm going to find yeah. a job again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think maybe they, maybe they could, they should do that. La. Yeah. As in, they have both, law. Yeah, they have both options. But more people choose which one, do you know? Like, for the Actually, part-time one? Or both two? classes about the same size. Eh? It's about, each class about 20 to 25 people. Oh, but because, yeah, because you're screened yeah. through people also, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe there were 50 applicants for the part-time one and maybe 30 applicants for the full-time uh, one and they still get 20-20, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure how, how, how many applicants there are, but, mm. you know, yeah. Right. But, but why do you choose the wagon? The wagon? Uh, okay, to be honest, the wagon is like probably my second choice. My first choice was actually like China Accelerator. La. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah right. because uh, I had seniors that worked there. You know Dana? Yeah. Dana, who's Dana? Uh, Dana uh, White uh, uh. Dana Ang okay but, but Batch what one uh, she is two years old eh, sorry she's 96 or so but then because she's two years ahead so it's um, four batch back uh, I think it's four uh, okay so I don't know la, 26 yeah yeah, yeah 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 the 26 uh, okay. <laughs> okay. yeah then Wilbert also oh Wilbert okay. Wilbert yeah because uh, he was China accelerator also yeah. then he was telling me because uh, they are my Kia seniors ma. Mm. so they are telling me about 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 uh, China accelerator and it sounds interesting like, because like you know with econs it's like I, I guess some sense you also um, are looking at how say some econs people also go into like this kind of accelerator programs yeah. you know I mean yeah uh, where they have to do some sort of evaluation of the startup things like that you know so I thought that you know, it's a bit more relevant to what I study. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, so that's why I wanted China Accelerator. But in the end, um, I think China Accelerator got back too late. So, because with uh, Max, which is the NOC Shanghai, the in-charge, coordinator, coordinator yeah. yeah. So he, he asked us to give our answer within a week. But then like my interview with China Accelerator is not within a week. Then it's very hard for me to say. True. So in the end, once I got the I just accept. Then, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like that, but did you go for the the China Accelerator the interview? No, uh, I I did, but it was more a chat with like Wilbert lah in the end. Huh, Wilbert? Why was it Wilbert? Because <laughs> I think Wilbert is like the the one that um decides <laughs> decides to some extent. Yeah, but did he, did, he, did he tell you beforehand that he's going to interview you? Yeah, yeah, he did, he did. But oh. it wasn't an interview lah. It's more of like a get to know China Accelerator better kind of thing and see whether this is what you want. But by the time I had the, the call with him, I, I already had accepted the wagon, so it was a bit too late. Oh, so it's okay, more okay, of a... Okay. Yeah. So, like that all. Never mind It's okay. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. But they also pay lesser also, right? They get paid lesser. I remember. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... 400, I think. Yeah, about two grand, $2,000 lesser. Yeah. $4,600, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the experience there probably will be also good. Uh. But I mean, yeah. you, you do, I'm sure you also learn a lot at the wagon, right? Yeah. I think yeah. the good thing about the wagon is that, like... Because a lot of our students are international students. Like, they come in from everywhere. Mm. we got students from Germany, UK, US, Gabon. Why would they come all the way from there to come to China to learn it? Why not just the state learn it in their own country? Um, I mean, number one, China is the cheapest, I think, of all the oh, low wagons. Yeah. Because yeah. different, they are priced according to their cities. Oh. Yeah. 
then yeah, so it's the cheapest and also like um it's like uh, overseas exchange that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. So so it's like you go overseas to 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 like have fun and immerse in a different culture. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But because of this you spend additional costs like mm. visa, housing, mm, mm, lodging, mm. I mean like food and stuff. Mm. So Okay lah, okay lah, okay lah, understand lah. I mean, yeah. uh, they're young people, they're young lah. They're like yeah. 20 something only. 20 some, as in, got some like mid-career, but not so often, not so many. Oh, but mid-career yeah. a bit extreme, eh. Because like, imagine you have kids and you leave with all of them there just to go come to nine weeks. Mm. And then you still have to pay all these different things and add up, mm. I think also, you can just study in your own country. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's tough lah. So, so that's why it's like, these people who actually come for the, the, the class, they really have to make quite a lot of sacrifices. Like, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, easy man. I mean, it's not easy. I I yeah. don't think. Yeah, man. Well, well, who is the oldest here? Have, have you seen the oldest person there? Who is the oldest person there? I think I met a Singaporean there. I think Singaporean? she was fifty plus. Fifty plus. Yeah, cause okay. So 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 she's like a wife. Then like her oh. spouse works in the MFA, what so he's stationed oh. there. Oh. Ministry of Foreign Affairs. So then she like. I think nothing, nothing to, to do. do la. Come for the course. How she got? How how she got in? Uh, <laughs> she got the kind of it's like not wasting time one. Eh? Wasting time one. Eh? I mean, I, I think before she quit her job in Singapore, she probably like uh got to do some stuff on that. Connection so, is it? No la, never, <laughs> never. Need more money eh? <laughs> <laughs> under the table. <laughs> no la, but but yeah lo, I think she's the oldest one that I met there, fifty plus. Yeah. But was it easy for her to learn to pick up the things in nine weeks? I think. Um, I think okay lah. I see, I I'm not really sure like what's the progress after that. Like where did these students go on to do? I mean, um, like at the end of nine weeks, you would they would what 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 would they get? Like would they get a certificate or like a... uh yeah yeah certificate. But we also try to link it up. So we have a job fair so after that. Oh. Uh, sorry, in between in between uh the the whole bootcamp. So that's where like um so I guess it's, it's sort of the benefit of of the wagon is it that. We have a few like hiring partners, yeah, uh, and and people who are looking to like hire like people in tech Because a lot of like increasingly people want like um um people who can code things like that. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So so these companies are also looking for of people. So we are like the middleman that try to match them yeah. for our students. Yeah. Uh. So so sorry. What's your question again? Ah. Oh, I just want to ask like uh, like, wow. Did she like was it difficult for her to? to do the nine weeks now. Because like, oh. I'm sure like being at 50 years old, mm. right, it's going to be a bit harder and more challenging to learn coding as compared to let's mm. say, you know, 20s. Maybe you have more experience or understand a bit more about Python and stuff. Maybe at least know the basic. That's true. Yeah. So did mm. she have the same like struggles or was it difficult for her? Because let's say I want to mm. learn so I also want to know like, yeah. I want to know like, if it's difficult for her, I mean, if it's easy for her, right, then it would be mm. probably easy for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I want to know. I think it's probably tougher for her yeah. Uh, then compare the rest, but also a lot of times like they are working in teams. Uh, oh, so 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 yeah, so yeah. how say, I I mean, but then again, in, in real life, you also normally work in things, coding things like that. Mm. So so I guess maybe her teammates care more. I'm not very sure because I wasn't like in like very close contact like monitoring her progress. I think the teachers were the ones that monitoring progress. I'm more like facilitating the whole camp things like oh, that. Yeah. So what so what must you facilitate? Like what must you do? Uh, so like we also like things like. So like organizing the job fair is one thing. Okay. Then the weekly coding workshops. Uh, we also have, mm. yeah, we also have like alumni nights. So we try to stay in contact with our alumni. Mm. Uh, I think once every three to four months, I think. Okay. So twice a batch. Yeah. 
every batch got two alumni nights. So invite the past alumni as well as for the current students to get to know the, the alumni. Nah. And that's where they also form the connections and you know sometimes you get hired uh, oh. by certain alumni, things like that. Yeah, okay, okay. get those connections. Lah. Yeah. So you'll be the one organizing the events. Lah. You'll yeah. be like calling out alumni, say, yo, yo, come down. Uh, normally it's a like WeChat message. Ah. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> call, yeah. Then you will, you, will, you will set up, the you will call and book the venue and the food and all the things. So you yeah. basically set up the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you alone, one person. Uh, actually, I'm mean in charge of that. Our team is quite small. I think we only had like five or six full-time people. The rest, the other teachers are all hired for the camp itself. They are all part-time oh. hires. Yeah, but yeah, most of the things I, I handle. Okay. What, yeah. What's it difficult? Because like, you must liars with people in Chinese, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how was and it? And also like a lot of times like <laughs> after the coding workshops, then the the students will want to talk to me, like yeah. find out more about the camp. Then I have to <laughs> talk in Chinese. <laughs> So uh, how do you explain? <laughs> <laughs> so the good thing about Chinese is that most of them they understand a bit of English. So so, so it's like half Chinese, half English. Yeah. But they understand lah. Yeah, they understand most of <laughs> because the our workshop is also conducted in English. So so they should have the and our workshop is also conducted in English. The bootcamp itself is also conducted in English. So they need to know how to speak English. But don't yeah. you think it's so weird that you're I mean like is, do you think it's so weird that you all have your bootcamp in English? Then the it is in a Chinese environment. Mm. And then yeah, don't you think it's very weird? Like, <laughs> like you are, so you mostly the people you are targeting are foreigners, are yeah, not, not really international, Chinese. Yeah, not really Chinese Chinese. Because those China Chinese are, there are a lot of much cheaper boot camps in oh. Shanghai. You know, I think they cost something like, uh, like at least half price or even 30 to 40% out price easily. Okay. Yeah. So those like China Chinese, right, they will go for those camps because so, they're much cheaper and they understand Chinese. Ma. Mm. So for us, we're targeting more than international audience. So why yeah. so weird? Then you guys set up in China just to attract international audience. Yeah. yeah. And international audience is from like Europe and from US, those kind. Yeah. We also have students for Africa actually. <laughs> then, I, I <laughs> Everywhere. Mean, I mean, yeah. for me, I mean, this is just me. Mm. And then wouldn't I just focus the efforts on those places like say Africa, Europe, US. You know, I wouldn't care about mm. China because you say China has a lot cheaper. Right? Why would I want to Focus efforts on China. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my thinking. La. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure. Because the mm. fact that our progress, our students are all very international, like, there's no real need to be in China. Or I would say that um, we attract a crowd that are interested in China or want to eventually break into China. Oh, okay. Then yeah. I, okay, yeah. So that some, makes sense, some yeah. like people who run mm. businesses, like some Chinese businessmen, they will want to break into China. Then they'll come for our bootcamp. Oh. Yeah. At the same time, so, yeah, uh, or, or people who eventually want to work and stay in China. Yeah, th- those are people that that, that, that come to our boot camps. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So they basically they basically want to get hired somewhere in China or like start yeah. something in China. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That'll yeah. be the main draw, that I would say. Okay, I thought yeah. you just fo- focus solely focusing on like wanting to learn about coding and then there's no point. You guys come to China, just learn coding mm. yourself, you go back home already. Mm. All right, might as well just stay at home, your home country. And yeah, I mean... I mean, then again, like everything now you can learn in the internet, internet ma. Yeah, man. So yeah, there's no real need actually, but it's more of a preference, la, I guess. Correct. I, yeah. I think, I mean, it's easy to, it's easy to say that, la, you know, everything can learn on the internet. Mm. But the truth is that uh, people must have the discipline now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's like own, own time, own target. Mm. And I'm not saying, I'm, I'm sure that most people don't have this kind of discipline to mm. just sit there for three hours and focus on this this Python or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no motivating factor. Correct. Yeah. And you're not paying any money, you know? there's no money involved as well. Yeah. You know, you pay money, oh, okay, I need to really work hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, 
Makes sense, makes sense. Wala rin, so kaming money. Kaming a business. Yeah. So, okay, so that was the six, you would have what? Five, five months, months, right? Five months, months. Yeah. Then you come back to Singapore. Yeah. Then you had another internship. Yeah. Uh, so that was with Switchio, which is a, what? the Sweet. company is called Switchio. Switchio? E-O. Switchio. Yeah, Oh, okay, that sounds weird. I thought that's like, is it Korean? No, it's like Singaporean, <laughs> but it's like Switchio. a, it's a decentralized cryptocurrency exchange. Oh, <laughs> so can I buy cryptocurrency on it? Can, can, can. Oh, really? Uh? Can, of course. It's an exchange, right? It's, okay. it's for you to buy cryptocurrency. Right? Okay. But uh, it's a bit different. Um, So, how to say? Uh, it's a decentralized exchange in the sense that it's, uh, there's no like centralized third party involved. Yeah. So, I'm not sure you know how much about like cryptocurrency and decentralized finance and stuff like that. Not much. Uh, I only know about Cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, ETH, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Litecoin, Dogecoin. Yeah, so so basically like decentralized finance is basically like, let's say you think about a bank. Yeah. So the bank's fu- main function is to connect like people who have money and people who don't have money and then they are the financial intermediaries. Yeah. Right? So basically with uh, decentralized finance, basically in general, is basically you trust the algorithms. Like you put your money, you lock your money up in a smart contract and then uh, those that need the money they put in collateral and they can take the money out from a smart contract. So it's a for, so this goes from a trust-based system to a trustless system. Basically, this is the whole point of decentralized finance. Wait, this works for all cryptocurrency? Or you're talking about your company just doing that? As in, as in this a, is like decentralized finance in general. Okay. In general. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, but that's also how our company operates. Yeah. Mm. So you lock your money up in like this uh, smart contract and then it's, it's been done without a centralized counterparty. Yeah. But what are these smart contracts? Why why is smart contracts? Basically, it's like like algorithm. Basically, like code. It's like so. Let's say you f- fulfill certain criteria, then this thing uh, uh happens. So when you think about exchange, like you will lock your money up in this like escrow. Uh, they call it escrow, okay. and then and then the yeah. other party also sends money to this escrow. So once both are confirmed, it's the right amount. Then they'll do the swap. Oh okay, I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, I know. Talking about okay, yeah. okay, okay. So it's like you are selling and buying cryptocurrency yeah. on your platform. Yeah. And you guys are the middleman trying to help yeah. to like, 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 basically you, I get your money first mm. and you give me your Bitcoin. Yeah. Make sure both have, then you all can swap. Yeah. Help you all swap. Okay, okay. Yeah, I yeah. understand. But, so, but, but, so right now, what happens is that banks, let's say banks, for example, they are the ones that are doing this intermediate yeah, exchange. Correct, correct. So the idea, of, the whole idea of decentralized finance is that you want to go away from this third party where it's completely done by this algorithm, these smart contracts. Yeah. So you want to do it based on these algorithms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as in that's the whole idea like, behind. But, the, but, but now yeah. in the banks, they are doing it based on... Trust. What? Based on trust. Based on trust? Why am I based on trust? As in, it's like, you trust that... Let's say you put your money in DBS. You trust that DBS will run with your money and you trust the DBS will pay you, let's say, 0.2% every year on interest. But you know that like they won't that. run away, right? Yeah, you know lah, but... Um, uh, I mean, how say... I think... So, only this whole cryptocurrency thing started off with uh, countries that don't have an established bank system. Mm, you know, okay. as you know, in Singapore, we have a very good like regulation, good financial monetary authority, everything is good. Yeah. But in countries like Turkey, for example, where mm. their interest rate is like 10% a year, so they have like hyperinflation, things like that. Mm. So that's where they turn to these alternative currencies, cryptocurrencies oh. to, 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 you know, retain a store of value. La. Yeah. And also because they don't trust their own banking system. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I think that was the main, I, I guess one of the first users of like cryptocurrency yeah. So 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 for example for myself, 
I can go on the platform to to buy cryptocurrency or to store the cryptocurrency mm-hmm. in that platform. Yeah. Um, Both is it? Okay. So 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 okay. So so with uh, cryptocurrency, uh, there's a few ways you can like do things with cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy cryptocurrency, you can sell, you can lend it out. Uh, you can lend it out to a platform. They pay your interest for it. Oh. You can stake it. So stake is basically um uh it's like um. Okay, this is a bit more complicated. It's like how say, so with decentralized finance, right? They also want to decentralize power. So yeah. like, let's say a company, right? Who gets to decide where the direction of the company goes towards? Yeah. Normally, it's like the CEO, the, the management team. So what that this decentralized uh, finance is trying to do is that they're trying to let the consumers or the people that hold the tokens have voting rights. So it's a bit oh. like a shareholder, like, But except you get to vote on like almost anything like where is the next direction that the project is going to go towards okay. things like that yeah so you have to buy these tokens and then you have the right to vote yeah so so um this taking so so there's um uh how to say um so people can stick to verify transactions so let's say like certain transaction come true let's say a transfer money to b yeah right but so there's a feeling check does a have the enough balance to transfer mm. to b yeah right um, and then this is being published on like a public ledger where everyone has access oh, to, yeah. right? And then the the how say if you stake your tokens, you get to decide okay is this transaction for you or not, or is this transaction pass through? So if this transaction pass through, right? You collect a small interest for this transaction for 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 verifying this transaction, and then so the transaction goes through. So who who is verifying? Who is who is the person? Verifying? So it's like the community, like all the token oh, holders okay. will verify uh this transaction whether it's for you or not. Yeah. So how do you know whether it's fraudulent? Because um, everything is listed on the public ledger, right? So everything is oh, being tracked. So you know whether how much you have and yeah. what you don't have. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Because oh. the other alternative way of of uh, making sure these transactions are not fraudulent is so there's this proof of stake and the other one is proof of work. So proof mm. of work is with Bitcoin, you know, there is no like other uh, community. It's basically miners trying to solve uh, equations. Yeah. Yeah, right. So so Currently, these are the two forms of ways to verify transactions. Oh, I do. I, I feel. I, I, wait. So the miners <laughs> are what? What are they trying to do? Solve what equations to do what? So, so, so the miners, right? Is like they're um, verifying, right? Is it? Yeah. So they are use all these like huge like computers. This, uh, to try to who gets the first answer first. So basically, um, I think it's more like related like cryptography. So basically, they need to uh, uh find out what's the correct answer to the problem. So basically. To verify the transaction, they have to solve a lot of mathematical equations. Oh, then who solves it first? Who gets the answer first? Will get a small payment, and the transaction will be verified. Payment in terms of Bitcoin or cash or what? Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's how they do. That's why that's how they do mining of crypto, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when, sorry. Why? Why would they need so many graphic cards? They obviously they need a lot of graphic. Because a lot of times when you do these small equations, right, you are doing many small equations instead of like one huge big equation. I think that's the same for with like coding or anything. Uh, okay, la, like I think, I think in general, like you're solving many small equations rather than one big equation. That's mm-hmm. why you need all these graphic cards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, dude. It sounds so complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole another uh, rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm sure a lot of people who know crypto will, will probably understand this. Huh? But yeah. I, 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 I know nothing about crypto. Okay, but, but to be honest, I also don't really know much. I need to spend like five, six months with Switcho. Okay. Try to learn a bit. And then that's about it. I also don't know a lot. Yeah. So so in terms so Switcho is like a brokerage firm, right? In terms of that. Yeah, yeah, you can call it that. Okay. Yeah. So I can buy and sell crypto on the platform. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and I can store it there also. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So people normally like, um, how say, a lot of people, they want to like trade like altcoins. So altcoins, like alternate coins basically. Okay. Yeah, so there's Bitcoin and then the rest is called altcoins. Okay, everything else. Huh? <laughs> yeah, everything else is called altcoins. <laughs> yeah, so, so normally people want to try to trade and try to make a profit lah. Because oh, normally it's... these altcoins, the market can invest more and it's very easy to like, 10x, 20x, 30x, that mm. kind of thing. Yeah. So people are just trying to make that kind of profits. Yeah. But do you know the difference between the different coins? And what do they do, the different coins? Like what do they even like let's say what, what can Bitcoin do different than ETH or Litecoin or whatever Doji coin or Kambuji? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm not really an expert of this, but what I understand okay. right, is that uh so Bitcoin is like the most basic, like it doesn't have any function. Mm. It's mainly a form of like utility, la, right? The and it has the majority of market cap. I think it's like sixty percent of the market cap. Mm. Uh, I can't remember the exact. Yeah, it's about sixty percent, if I remember correctly, from last time. Uh, and then Ethereum is the next biggest. I think like nine or ten percent. Okay. Something like. That. Uh, but the good thing about Ethereum is that it's much more complex. You can build like uh applications on top of it. Like people build. So so there's like this coding language. You can you can think of it like yeah. Uh, there's this coding language where you can build like, apps on like, um, you can build an exchange on top of of Ethereum for example like for for Suicho we mm. are built on NEO which is like a they call it a Chinese Ethereum which is another <laughs> NEO yeah NEO oh, okay not yeah, NIO NEO yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so 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 basically um, uh, there's like different functionality I would say Bitcoin is more like a store of wealth mm. yeah and 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 um, Ethereum is more for like utility people want to create apps they, they go on to Ethereum and, and try to make uh, oh, what uh, do you mean? Sorry, but what do you mean by create apps on on Ethereum? So like um like for example, uh you can create like um uh, uh exchange for example. Like okay, so Ethereum is a coin itself, right? Yeah. As in it's, it's, it has a token itself. But at the same time, there's a coding language, I think it's called Solidity, where you can um build based on the Ethereum blockchain network. So mm. so what I understand is that uh yeah like you're making use of like ethereum uh to like um let, let, let's say um you build exchange right and then uh you want to how say uh okay so sorry, wait, let me ask this but why why yeah. why why do I build an exchange on ethereum as in as in exchange is just an example like you can build whatever thing else like you want to build like dogecoin for example you can build it on 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 like uh uh Ethereum, for example, I, I'm not sure what Doge is built on, but like, like for example, la. so basically, mm. it gives you a platform for you to like create more apps. Create more apps? Yeah. Or create more coins? As in, you can create your own app and so it's it's very complicated because some people, they create apps and they have coins that use these apps. So for example, like Switcher, right, we have our own Switcher token. Okay. Yeah. So when you use a Switcher token, you have like lesser trading fees, you pay lesser trading fees uh, when you trade on our exchange, things like that. But yeah. you have to buy it, like, you have to buy the Yeah, the you have to buy it. Yeah, you have to buy it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, very complicated. Eh? Yeah, it is very complicated. Yeah, yeah, so I always thought that, you know, when you buy a coin, it means like, like literally buying money. You no, know? uh. but you're just buying like, for example, I always thought that Bitcoin is like USD and then like Ethereum is like, um, like Euro and then something. Like, you know, you're buying different prices oh, no, and then no, you use no. them for different things. No, like, as in, not, but, normally each app or each project will have its own like purpose. Okay. Like that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it sounds complicated. Eh? Yeah. So let's say if I today I buy Ethereum, right? Yeah. What can I what's now the price is that what two thousand dollar USD I think something for one like, yeah. Ethereum. And so what can I do with this Ethereum? So you say build an exchange. As in I okay, I think how to say um 
as in buying buying the coin itself and building on it is uh, is two separate things. So you buy is is for your own like is your for your own currency is in how say is your own money lah. Yeah, yeah, but what I understand is that they have this uh building on it. I think because um uh, uh for for Ethereum there's like this coding language that you can use to build on top of their network. Okay. That. Yeah, yeah. So it's separate. But you cannot use Bitcoin for that. You cannot you cannot build on top Bi- of Bitcoin. What I understand on Bitcoin is that is is uh too basic. Like it doesn't have the function for you to enable you to build on it. Oh yeah. So like Litecoin or anything, Litecoin. Uh I'm not sure for for Project all the other projects. Coin. Uh yeah, I'm not really sure about the other projects. Because there's really like thousands on thousands of other so all uh, these coins. So all yeah. these other coins are built on top of Ethereum one. Depends. So so some Depends. they want to build on okay. Ethereum, some they want to build on on, on Neo, for example. Oh yeah, so, okay, okay, okay. So different uh, coins right have different functionality. Some allow you to build stuff on, some like Bitcoin, you cannot build anything on. It's just so purely yeah, yeah. as a store of value. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, but, but sorry, but why do I want to build on this? Why why do I want to build anything on this? Mm. Like why why build on why why would you want to use this to build? Why can't I just build on Okay, we want an example of an app that they built on Ethereum. Yeah. Um or if you know any app, if you don't know, it's also it's fine. I think like there's this thing called Uni. Okay, wow, I'm not really explaining this, but I'm just saying what I think I remember. <laughs> I'm gonna put a title for this. I'm gonna put this a uh, crypto expert. Tells <laughs> <laughs> uh, me to buy Ethereum. <laughs> I think like um Uniswap, if I'm not wrong, is built on Ethereum. So Uniswap, Uniswap basically is basically this other app lah. Basically, it's like you Uniswap. you 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 deposit. So basically, it's like you're you're lending out your tokens. So, I say you have some Ethereum you put inside yeah. this Uniswap, right? And then, uh, you earn interest. Basically, I think you are staking your your coins uh, in Uniswap on, on, on this like exchange. Lah. Yeah. And then eventually, uh, as in, and then you'll be paid interest. But this interest is paid based on, uh, so they got this thing called balancing pool. I think it's quite complicated. I'm also not very sure exactly why okay. it's it. But there's this balancing pool. So let's say, uh, you have certain amount of Ethereum, certain amount of, let's say Bitcoin for example, mm. right? So they try to keep both uh, in equilibrium at any point in time. So if people add in more, more Ethereum, right? Um, uh, I think it's something like they'll swap for, for more Bitcoin, something like that. What yeah, but it's, it's quite complicated. I'm not very sure. Yeah, man. This whole like universe. You're yeah. showing me a big lump of knowledge. Really. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I still, I still not very sure. So, so yeah. yeah. So you just sh- went from one to 1,000 like <laughs> in an exponential way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. So at the end of the day, have you bought anything? Have you bought any Ethereum? Actually, I, I bought a bit of Bitcoin and a bit of Ethereum. That's about it. Wow. But it's yeah. cool. I think, I think Ethereum went up quite a bit alright recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because a few months ago, I just saw it was only like 400 only. Oh, it's yeah. like 3,000 already. Yeah. You know it's Gary V? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been promoting this Ethereum for very long already. He's yeah. been promoting, promoting, promoting. Then suddenly now it's become very big. Oh, see guys, I told you right. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you should promote some uh, altcoin or so. Now we're small, you can choose one. Dark coin, dark coin. No J, no J. Then five down road, hey, see, I, I told you guys about it. <laughs> <laughs> no lah, I, I don't know. I never really think too much about all these coins. One, eh. uh, I, I usually buy the stocks. Uh. I never really buy like, um, yeah, um, cryptocurrency. That's why I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea all this crypto stuff and yeah, I don't know, man. I, I first, I, one thing I, I know is that I need to first find a job before I want to <laughs> buy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one thing I need to know. Yeah. Wow, mm. oh, dude. Wow, oh, you know what? Oh, you know we'll be we doing this for almost uh almost two hours. <laughs> two hours really. Time flies. Uh. What else have you prepared? What else have you prepared? 
Yeah, got other stuff lah. Got other stuff lah. But then I think it's okay lah. I think oh. this podcast is long enough already. Why? 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 I mean, you can just give me one last point. Uh. I don't want to. I don't want to waste your, you know, your preparation. And, uh, and you covered quite a lot. You covered so what? The wagon and so what, right? Yeah. 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 Um. What's the one thing you want to? Wow, you do you, you a lot, eh? Wow, bro, dude. it's 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 a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. You really prepare. <laughs> Why don't you just we just go through all of it, lah? What? Just go through all of it. That. What What's the next thing you want to talk about? Okay. Okay. So where were we? We are talking about personal finance now. Yeah. So we want <laughs> after a whole lot of cryptocurrency talk, now we talk about personal finance. Yeah. So so, so why have you invested in Morris? Uh previously I invested in Neo. Uh Xiaomi. Oh. And some oil and gas, uh, Some some core is it? Is this oh. is this oil and gas company? Yeah, my friend actually buy and went buy. Yeah. Oh. Then now I got uh I bought Razor. And oh, trip.com, C trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of China companies, ah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I went to China, what? And then I, uh. I mean, Neil made a lot of money for that. I made uh. a lot of money through that. And then, uh, Xiaomi also made some money as well. Uh. Then, yeah, now I'm just waiting for Razor and the travel to come up. Then, C trip, ah. Uh. Yeah. Because uh. C trip, dude, I mean, C trip by itself, they did quite well. Bef- even without the travel bubble, mm. they're doing quite well already. Because, mm. Recently, they come out with their financial statements. Yeah. And then they made some money. Eh? Even though it, there was How no... How come? Because tra- ah? the internal traveling mm. themselves really, really... They really use a lot of C-Trip and they pay through C-Trip. Oh. So from there, I think they really made a lot of money. So I'm just waiting for them to open up. Then probably blow up more, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but not now. It's just waiting. Oh. Stupid travel bubble. Stupid shit. Oh. So are you going to give me some advice on what to do? <laughs> no, lah, no, no, no. Just... As in, because recently I've been planning my... Because my, my dad is going to retire soon. Wait, how old is he? He's like 67. Oh, so, okay, yeah, soon. Uh, three, yeah. One, one more year. Or one. As in, he's retiring this year. La, so I was okay. like looking at his like investment portfolio and his like his financial portfolio la, to see like, um you know, like just how he sort out. La, yeah, and like got some like useless like insurance policies or what, go and sell things like that and then like uh, see, oh, see see whether he got enough to retire yeah so he bought bitcoin is it no like he never buy bitcoin <laughs> la. he bought 100 bitcoin wow <laughs> wow 100 bitcoin wow really don't think about this yeah don't think already just hold on forever already <laughs> no 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 uh, yeah, so, so, so that's why I've been like reading up a bit on like personal finance and like uh, uh investments and retirement and stuff like that oh. yeah okay. yeah yeah so but you never buy it to any like more like Scott safer like, like stocks what? like I don't know like uh, S&P 500 or like, oh, like those ETF like broad based uh. ETFs yeah yeah I, I never eh. I, I high risk high reward uh. no <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I, I believe in the company that I buy la. I, mean, oh, okay. I did some research on them and I see what's the future trends you know of where the the market is going uh. and I read their financial statements and I believe in the founders themselves and then I just oh. put money in there I mean I like other people I feel that they just go with the flow you know uh, yeah, like, like, what, what, what else? Stock, what stocks are? Um, Tesla. <laughs> no, 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 not Tesla. Um, there's one, there's one that I forgot what is GameStop. it. GameStop. Uh, like GameStop. Oh, like that. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. GameStop. Um, it's one more. I, I can't. I, I can't remember what is it. Uh, 
I don't know lah. No, I forget it. GameStop lah. Yeah. Oh. GameStop, yeah, that was a, that's a horrible one. But I did some, I made some money from from that also. Oh, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> I buy myself on the same day. Same oh, day. same day. Uh. No, for me, it's like I bought, they have to, I bet 170 plus. Then it went up to like 400 plus. Then I thought, oh, I still can go so, higher. Huh? Then you have one. Then you have one. No, after I hold all the way, after it crashed back down to like 80 plus. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. As in, as in, as in, uh, um, I like got buy side, buy side all the way. But then like, at 400 plus, I, I didn't sell. I was still holding. Then yeah. drop all the way back to 80 plus. That's it, I was still holding. <laughs> you know? Then somehow, right, GameStop, you know, they say that lightning don't strike twice, right? But it did, uh, like, there was a second revival. <laughs> yeah, GameStop yeah. got to 200 plus. So after I faster sell, I get out already. <laughs> yeah, but okay, la, I made some profit, la, but then uh, it's like, <laughs> you never know when these things will happen. La. Yeah, this sort of thing uh, is like, it's really gambling. It's, yeah, it is. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> even know what's happening. Let's go on the ready and just watch. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you are. So that's the personal finance. No, as you know, no, no. That's gambling. That's gambling. That's not for No, no. We should gamble our money. No, no. No, as in, as in, yeah. As in, the the personal finance part, I guess, would be like to actually invest in the CPF. Uh, like, for example, because it's like, you have a guaranteed four percent, you know, if you invest your money in like the special account. Yeah, you know? I, I heard. Yeah, so yeah. so it's like it's very hard for you to find like anywhere else that is guaranteed four percent, you know. And like like you think about it, like a lot of like insurance plans they sell you is like two three percent, you know. True. And you look up, but okay, the lockup is like for for a long time lah. But like this is guaranteed four percent, so it's like mm. how to say a lot of insurance advisors they don't really um tell you what's your opportunity cost of putting like X amount of money with them. Yeah. You know, yeah, they only tell you, oh, you know, if you have put in cash, you know, you have two to three times your money, but you didn't have compared to, let's say, if I invest in like CPF or like, let's say I buy S&P 500, which has like, average like seven to 9% uh, per year uh, over the last like 100 years or something. Mm. So, that should be the, that should be a comparison be- benchmark when comparing like investing with investing, ma, you know. Mm. Unless, I would say that the only reason you buy like a short term a uh, uh, savings plan or whatever is because you need the money in the short term. Like, let's say you want to send your kid to college or something and yeah. you die, die need that money. Like, you can't lose that money, uh, then, then it makes sense. But for most people, it doesn't make sense for them to lock their money up for like 20, 30 years in a savings plan. Or True. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, because my, my dad, he was someone that like, um, he, actually, he doesn't study finance. You know, he's mm. like, an like engineering background. So, he trusted a lot of like, like financial advisors in some some of course uh, uh, um, did the right thing for him some not so much so so yeah law. so I was just looking through all his policies and stuff like that law. yeah so yeah. so you are so you're trying to advise us to wait, I mean people to no la, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to advise anyone just that oh. I just speak from my own experience oh, la, okay, with okay, okay. like my dad dealing with oh. like financial advisors and and sometimes okay. like like these financial advisors you have to be wary of you know what are they trying to tell you and of course, they cannot tell you what's the best thing, but you have to see it. What's the opportunity cost of 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 doing that? Yeah, yeah correct. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But nowadays, a lot of these financial advisors, a lot. Yeah. And I mean, I quite. I I mean, my my dad or my my parents told me to be more wary about them. So because like these people may be here for like a short term money. Mm. You know I mean, like they may say, "Oh yeah, you buy my policy." You know, mm. after that they leave like, one year later, mm. and your policy get transferred to someone else, and then mm. the person might not care much about you know yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So I so quite, I find it quite, quite cause yeah like uh, quite quite always quite, quite scared lah. Whenever those mm. financial consultant people can ask me, hey, you need to yeah. buy, and I say uh, I don't, not not say don't trust you lah, but like I just don't know whether you're the person who will stay for like ten years, mm. twenty years kind of person, or like you will just stay for like one year and you tell already. Mm. 
Yeah. Actually, I think like what what um what I would do is actually to buy term insurance and you can buy it online and then the rest of the money you just go and invest. What's term insurance? Term insurance is like uh like so normally like, let's say term insurance to like 60 years old or 65 years old mm. for example um, like and the cheapest kind of term insurance is actually the SAF Aviva for those that have served NS mm. I think you can get like 1 million coverage for like $40 a month something like that which is a lot yeah which is very cheap as in it's a very cheap for a lot of coverage and that's okay but the, the bad thing is that only up to 65 so if you you got as in let's say you pass away after 65 which is very likely uh, you know you don't get anything lah but oh. what you need is, as in insurance is mainly for protection. It's not really yeah. for you to grow your savings, right? Correct. That's where you are. You should take the money and go invest in the stock market or whatever. And that's where you get your returns. Yeah. yeah. Insurance part should not be mixed with uh, the investment part. Yeah. So yeah. you should use insurance. So insurance should be mainly just used for health for like health insurance. Health, uh, um, hospitalization yeah. insurance, this kind of thing. Yeah. But for investment, you should do more on the stock market and all the yeah. ETM. Yeah. Because, yeah. because at the same time, right? Like, um, the the fees that these insurance uh companies charge is very high yeah yeah it's something so so depends on what kind of policies you buy lah but uh f- some policies like first year your first year premium is like fifty percent commission that's why it's twenty five percent then five 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 something like that oh. yeah so so that's a huge amount so let's say you're investing let's say one thousand dollars a month right so one year is twelve thousand dollars yeah six thousand dollars should go to the the agent the agent, already yeah oh no yeah. too rich uh. then oh, yeah. yeah that's that's why like you see the agents they all drive the big cars all these kind yes, of yeah, things yeah always wear suits so expensive suits yeah yeah wow dude wow dude yeah. don't everyone want to be financial consultant nowadays wow, yeah. wow, yeah. I cannot stand it I yeah. see how my friends are wow they they tell people invest this invest that you know can't put my money in me and I help you to invest and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like oh dude stop it man yeah <laughs> disgusting the, the is the charge is very high it's very high and I wonder lah. So and I think there was a, uh, uh, so I read somewhere uh, it's like one percent uh charge, uh like whatever charge whatever charge you call it lah, uh for fees. Okay, sorry, let's call it fees. One percent fees. The same amount of money you have to invest it for another ten years to make back that one percent fees. One So let's say you got hundred k. So let's say you got hundred k. Yeah. Right. And uh, this guy charges you two percent to manage your funds versus the other guy charge one percent, hundred k, over ten years. Mm. Right. So. For the one percent to, sorry, for the two, the the guy with uh two percent fees to reach the same amount as the guy with one percent fees, he need to invest twenty years. Whereas the the guy only invest ten years, with the same amount of money. Wow, dude! But that's extra ten more years, uh, Basically, yeah, yeah. Every one percent is ten more years of investing. Yeah. So actually, wow. uh, <laughs> you think that like, the fees are not a lot, right? but actually adds out a lot in the long run. It creates a lot of drag on investments. But this fee yeah. is sorry. This fee is like what? Then you say ten years, right? So you'll be like you pay only ten years. As in, as in, worth. as in, taking the same amount of money and then you invest. As in, oh yeah, 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 yeah. correct. That's that one lump sum lah. I'm talking about one lump sum. But that's if yeah. you invest. But what what would we recommend people to invest? S and P five hundred. Like, I would say that S and P five hundred should be the benchmark oh. because it, I mean it's the benchmark lah for for all kind of investing. Just buy the biggest five hundred companies in the US. Then, I mean, you close your it, eyes. Yeah. yeah, you close your as in it's the I wouldn't say it's the safest lah, but it's the benchmark that everyone compares to. Yeah, and and mo- even most active like fund managers so haven't been able to beat the benchmark. So yeah, that's what I heard about Warren Buffett as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. in S and P five hundred, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I heard. And because the the charges are very low, and the performance is I mean it's not bad. Seven to nine percent is not bad. It's yeah. very good. As in compared to two to three percent, is it's a lot. Yeah. True. So yeah, yeah. Better than CPF also, right? Yeah, but the, okay. So, but of course, you're comparing like two different things, like apples and oranges. Because CPF yeah. is four percent guaranteed. It's like the foundation of 
of how you should like plan your retirement. Yeah. Whereas uh, when it comes to uh, investing in stock market, you could pos- potentially lose a lot of money, you know? Yeah. Um, and okay, so you look at the past, let's say 30 years. Um, if I remember correctly, yeah, I have it here. Give me one sec. Okay. Yeah. Um, like from okay, we, we, okay on average, right? I mentioned just now, it's like the stock market return about seven to nine percent over the past hundred years, mm. right? Uh, but depending on when you invest, uh, you could also lose money, right? Yeah. For example, like from two thousand one to two thousand eleven, let's say ten years. If you invested in ten years, right, your returns would have been like zero percent. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't make any money. Oh. Yeah, we wouldn't have made any money. Of course, if you invest but do you, do you, do you, but should you buy like one shot or should you just increment? You keep buying and buying and buying and buying. As in, okay, there are two philosophies of thought. If you think yeah. that the market is going up, it's a bull market, yeah. right? You should all in one shot yeah. so that you capture the lowest price. Right. Whereas in a bear market, you, you buy a, a bit by a bit, maybe better. But nobody really knows like exactly. what is the bull or, bear. Yeah, bull or yeah. bear market, right? So that's why it's better to like dollar cost average, like, just every month buy a bit. Oh, yeah, okay. but but yeah, like just 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 saying. Yeah, but you should, you should also invest like how much you can invest also, right? Yeah, yeah. Not just like put everything in your whole yeah. salary in and yeah. <laughs> and if you always have like the best, like something like six to nine months of emergency cash savings. Okay. The rest, yeah, you should just invest it. Yeah, because oh, okay. now you're losing money. Something like inflation is like two percent a year, so basically you're losing two percent a year. <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you spend all the money away, lah. <laughs> I'm my friend. <laughs> I hate to see. I hate to see money. The money right in the bank. I don't spend it. I mean, <laughs> you spend everything away. <laughs> That's how the humor. Yeah. 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 <sighs> okay. That was that was good advice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I I have no idea how the whole podcast has moved from one to another to another. Yeah. We started with sports. Then we started and with the other with your job, and then we ended with finance. <laughs> right, correct. Uh, uh, cryptocurrency first. Yeah, yeah, cryptocurrency. <laughs> then <you're fine. laughs> yeah. I mean, what else have you, have you prepared? We can put uh, one more. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, 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 think I, was, I, I was also looking at like property prices. Property? Who are yeah. you? Uh, and, and the truth is that, I mean, a lot of Singaporeans, they want to buy property. They think property is like sexy. It's like, yeah. always going to rise. I mean, it's true that it's been rising, la, but the boom years are actually in the 1990s. Okay. Yeah, as in, I have a graph la. And 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 because of a lot of the few reasons, number one is that Singapore population growth has slowed down over the years. Yeah, correct. So demand has slowed down. Yeah. And number two is a lot of the cooling measures in place by the government, so less people are willing to buy and sell right now. Mm. So if you have invested, so I did some calculation If you've invested since nineteen seventy five, which is yeah. start of the this this particular data you get about six point five percent a year. Okay. Yeah. But over the last twenty years, right, it's only about two percent a year. Wow, this yeah, so, 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 so it's, I mean, it's as good as, I mean, I mean so, so it's not really very worth it. I, I mean, it's just keeping pace with inflation. Yeah, so, so, mm. but then again, uh, property, as in, that's probably from an investment point of view. If you look yeah. at it from like a lifestyle point of view, like 
you know, a lot of people like enjoy like, oh, got condo, got pool, everything nice, nice, you know, that's the kind of lifestyle I enjoy. Then, yeah, you know, that's something, but probably from an investor point of view, uh, I just think that uh, skin property is a bit overpriced. Yeah. Yes, uh, I just saw recently yeah. the what, do you see what, what shoe box apartments? Uh huh. They just increased by 20% like recently only. Oh, in Singapore? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it costs like, oh, I don't know how much was it. I just saw recently, I just saw on the news. Yeah, and the shoe, mm. shoe box, you know what's a shoe box apartment, right? A shoe box apartment is like you, it's basically like, um, how to say, yeah, like, uh, uh, okay, so we walk, so it's basically like, uh, okay, a room like that, right? And then plus the toilet mm. and then the hall, and then uh, my, my walk, hallway here, right? Mm. Plus toilet, plus this room, yeah, that's the whole entire house mm. already. Yeah. Wow, okay. So including the kitchen also. Uh. So like the kitchen will be like at the entrance of the door and then you got one toilet and then you got uh. one room. And it's very popular among um, younger people. Uh. And they say that the price of that has increased by 20%. Oh. Yeah, and it's mainly the, and mainly these these apartments are found in the CBD area. Uh. Yeah, and people are still, you know, willing to 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 pay for this. Yeah. And probably, yeah. So I, I, I don't know why am I going into this, but... <laughs> <laughs> But that's the one thing I know I just saw today. Yeah, this uh, kind of property prices are going up. So I also won't be surprised, you know, everything else mm, will I, also going up. Yeah. I think a lot is like societal pressure. It's like I mean, what, seventy percent of people live in HDB in Singapore. Yeah. Right. And then it's like you don't want to be a sentiment. You, you always want to be better. There's yeah, this correct. comparison because you're always comparing it with the rest. You yeah. know, that's why like Oh, once you you feel that like once you stay in a condo, you feel that like you've made it, you know, that kind of thing. You want to be a top 30% in Singapore, so called. Yeah, so that's yeah. why we made your, your universal basic income thing. That's why I say people would not, would not want to always, everyone, everyone mm. want to be the same, everyone. Mm. So there will yeah. always be someone who want to get out of that. Yeah, sure. yeah, they want to like yeah. get out of the, the norm and become yeah. like the top. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but it's Singapore not cheap, la, condo. Yeah. I think some HDB really costs a few, what, a few million already, right? Yeah, right, well, those that, resales. Yeah, I'm sure still in some place, and it costs more than a bloody um condo already. But people still want yeah. to in condo, drive nice car and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, to each their own, Yeah, to me, I don't. To me, I rather. I mean, just to me that I rather just stay mm. in HDB or take a bus MRT. Yeah, that's what my dad did. That he actually had a car before that. Uh. he sold it away. He said that he think about it price point, price wise, right? Like. No point we have a car and then you do maintenance and petrol and then mm. you calculate everything by 10 years. It's cheaper to just take grab everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, that's true. Because it's not like you're going to drive every day and you're not going to go everywhere every day. Yeah. So for him, he just sold the car and he said, you'll just take grab yourself. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Singapore yeah. car too expensive really. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it's only 10 years only. Yeah. So that's even more like shitty. Yeah, that's right. Okay, man. You want anything? No, I think I think it's worth it. Dude, I feel <laughs> so bad, man. You got a lot of things to share. You got a lot of, no, you like, got lot, I, I feel like you got a lot of things. Yeah. I just saw you scroll through a lot of things. No, I like. like, just like prepare in case you ask me whatever, you know. Yeah. I can always do a part two. Man. But <laughs> always ask me, when are you going to do a part two, man? <laughs> yeah, then I say, I don't know. Eh. I say, maybe once I go through one round of my friends and the round <laughs> will come again. Yeah. Okay, I'll meet you next time. Uh. <laughs> yeah, man, I, think, I think you're the longest one. This is, oh. Yeah, I think hours. so. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I won't cut anything on this one. <laughs> we cut all the toilet part only. Okay. I won't cut anything else. Okay, okay man. Cool. Thanks for coming for my podcast. Hey, no problem. Thanks yeah. for inviting me. No problem. I will see you later. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>